Everybody, welcome to D Comedy, our rewatch, review, whatever you want to call it, podcast, or should I say, a top of the morning to ya, Lucas? Ow, uh, d- ow. <laughs> what, was that too? Was that too loud? That was a scream, a well, high pitched scream. Well, I'm excited, Emma. It's St. Patty's Day, and That's we're reviewing. Really road rise up to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, see, oh, someone's in, some someone's in the spirit. And listen, I tried to practice this accent, and I I don't think I can do it. Um, I just but... watched the Leprechaun in Mobile, Alabama video enough yesterday, and I think it really worked for me. <laughs> um, anyway, so we are here today to review the Disney Channel classic. The Luck of the Irish. Um, and we are joined, and oh, I, did, I was so in, into my uh, accent, my great, great accent, I didn't even do the other thing. Um, uh, your D commentators this month are me, Lucas. And me, Emma. And joining us this month is a very special brand new guest. Austin. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for being with it's us me. here. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's me, Austin. That's his name, He's don't here. wear it out. <laughs> Uh, so thank you so much for being here today, Austin. Are you are you excited? You ready to go? I'm totally stoked. Long time fan of the pod. Um, you know, <laughs> first long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> long time listener, first time caller. Really glad that I was able to get called up through the ranks to make it here today, and uh, really looking forward to it. You know, always had a lifelong uh, passion for decoms, and really never had an outlet to to really speak. To. Speaking of which, Austin, what would you say is your favorite uh, Disney Channel original movie? You know, this that, one? that's definitely a tough one. This is top three for me and i'd say it's probably in no particular order this brink in high school musical that's 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 a stacked lineup solid solid top three i mean don't Uh, call me a front runner but (laughs) (laughs) all right well that's good that's good to hear uh well i'm glad you're excited because we're just we're just gonna hop right in because the only decom news we have is that they released a descendants 3 trailer not much even to talk about in it look it up if you're interested but it's St. Patrick's Day. The Irish blood is flowing in we me. We are it's actually boiling. reporting on St. Patrick's Day. Wow. We are, reco- I didn't we are recording. That. Yeah, we are recording on St. Patrick's Day. My Irish blood is a boiling, getting ready to talk about also, this movie. Quick disclaimer, everyone. Before we uh, before I even touch any of this with a ten foot pole, I want everyone to know me and Lucas are genuinely very, very Irish. If there is any culture that we can make fun of, it's this one. <laughs> this is our culture. I can say whatever I want about the way that Irish people are portrayed. We are Chicago Irish Catholic, and I just want to put that out there before I make fun of everything about this movie. That's also why my Irish accent's so good. Why um, is that so good? Because <laughs> it, it's, it's in me green blood, Emma. My heart of the Emerald Isle just beats in me chest. Well, we'll get to this too, but I'm actually from the shores of Erie, so... It, I think oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. I, lo- I, lo- I loved that. I, we um, have both okay. represented. That's amazing. That's both true. Cleveland and Ireland. So we're yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's the perfect cultural, uh, cultural community to talk about this film. Okay, so let's start talking about. Oh, we usually talk about impressions up top. Uh, this movie's freaking insane. It's also basically <laughs> teen. It's also basically Teen Wolf, by the way. Just keep it throwing that out there. I think we've talked about that before. That Disney Channel loves to rip off the Teen Wolf formula of kid turns into mythical creature and then uses it to be good at sports. And that's and this is one of those of the pantheon. Except that this yeah, makes him I mean, bad at sports. That's fair, actually. It revolves around this movie revolves around two things. Everyone's talking about the luck of the Irish, blah blah blah. But it revolves around sports and mm-hmm. America. Yeah. This yes. movie was for this sure like is... somehow funded by the United States government. 
This is propaganda. I wrote that down as well. This is American dream propaganda. This yeah, is it, it, there's, there's a there's a lot of American uh, American dream stuff which I did not expect. And also, the Cleveland Tourism Board definitely had a hand in this. The, the Cleveland Tourism Board did a terrible job, if so, because despite <laughs> all the mentions, you walk around and you look, and the place looks nothing like Cleveland. There are like mountains <laughs> in the background. Well, no, this doesn't take place in Cleveland. This takes place in uh, where do they move to? I forget. Wait, I don't know. They don't tell us where the hell I, are. We? I thought I thought I, think, I thought they do. I thought they mention. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm probably wrong, but I have no, no idea. Might be right. Yeah, but it's not clear where they're supposed to be. No, yeah, we only see Cleveland at the end. Uh, Which is where it's a punishment in a hellscape. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's start talking about the movie. So we open up on this very weirdly intense uh, Eyeballs. It looks like Um, an episode of Sense8. It's like the Matrix. Those kids' eyeballs. Also, sorry, true, but I almost forgot. We see the title of the movie first on a field of black, and then it's literally just green word art, The Luck of the Irish. Yeah. Like, it took someone five seconds to make this title. No, I yeah. actually drew it and put it up there myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <dude. laughs> that is, was actually in PowerPoint. Is, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's this dramatic opening. It's like everyone in this theater looking at this guy on stage who's a Native American performer, and the, he's got a bunch of flags behind him. And and we hear a very intense Also, voiceover. everyone is it. Everyone in the audience is in super offensive costumes. I, I know it's cultural appropriation. We have a field day with this. This is a very yeah. 2001 film. There is what? the most culturally offensive um, Mexican outfit of yeah, man. He, like no, a no, sombrero yeah. with a yeah. ma- mustache. A big fake mustache. It's terrible. The other ones, I was just like, okay, these people are dressed weird. And then I saw him. I was like, oh, they, they dressed that guy up like that. That's not good. <laughs> we're we're not starting off the movie strong. But so he, the voiceover was just like, oh, you know, if there's one thing, we're all different, but they're all the same because we all have a heritage. Well, except like me, I think he says. And then it cuts to the stage again. And a girl gets up and is like, all right, next we have Kyle coming up to talk about heritage. He And then he gets up and he's like, you know, like an inch tall, like he's just on a shoe and everyone's like, where's Kyle? Where's Kyle? And then- It's a nightmare, just, guys. It's, it's a dream it's, sequence. It's a, it's a dream sequence. I thought I remembered this movie very well. I apparently remembered half of it and I remembered none of this like heritage day nonsense, which yeah. is the drinking game for this movie. If you drink every time they say the word heritage, you will be dead. Oh yeah, for through. sure. For sure. Although I would like to say, I, that's a good point. I didn't address it there. Uh, I definitely watched this movie when I was younger, but I did not, like, I, I had, I didn't see it, like, a million times, because I'm sure, you know, I'm sure they air it every St. Patrick's Day, so I, and I remember watching it at least once or twice, but it was not, like, a uh, return to favorite for me. But I saw, but so I didn't remember exactly where this movie was going to go. And the beginning of this movie sets up the heritage today to be the most important thing. And then the movie just goes in so many places that you almost forget that Heritage Day is happening at the end. It's wild. Oh my God. Yeah. Wait, uh, so, so he wakes up from a nightmare. He wakes and up from he the has dream. The world's worst hairstyle I've ever seen in my life. I yeah I wasn't That's what sure. I, wrote, I wrote spiky hair. Remember when that was cool? Yeah, like, I could not just spiky hair. Like his hair is gelled directly towards the gods and like separated into <laughs> tiny little spikes. I, well, it I would is say so horrifying. I would say in defiance of the gods, Emma. Um, but also <laughs> I did write that down. First of all, uh, the, first of all, the person who is wearing that hair is important because it's Mr. Ryan Merriman. And He's the guy everyone, from Smart House, right? This guy from Smart House, Ring yeah. on the Slide. This is his last movie we we'll be covering. Does it, he we die? Are, no, it's just this is the last. That's the last decom he did. Unless he does one now. But I'm saying I, Ryan Merriman's very May iconic. May he rest in peace. <laughs> Ryan Merriman's a very iconic decom actor, and this is the last time we're going to talk about him. It's the last movie of his that we uh, we have yet to cover. So hello for the last time, Mr. Merriman. Also, yeah, I did rise up to meet him. May the road rise up to meet you. Um, also, what are you impressed by how good it is? Um, anyway, uh, so. 
also, I did write down I wasn't sure if he was making this hair work, so I'm glad to hear with you agree that it, he, he probably wasn't. isn't. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, he like wake his parents wake him up and it's like, hey, you got to go to your basketball game. And he's like, hey, OK, great. By the way, where are we like from? And then the parents just like freeze up. He's got two live parents, mom and dad. And uh, he, they're just like, oh, you know, we're from America. We're from here. And he's like, yeah, but like, where's our family from? And they just like dodge the question. And it's very obvious that they're hiding something. We're they love yeah. America. We need <laughs> to do. drive that home. They all they're eating cheeseburgers and waving flags. Also, in, in, really in the quickly, scene. like this goes on farther. But like, why can't these parents just lie effectively? Like, yeah. they just lie. Just say you're from, you're British. I don't know. Like, they are so bad at lying. And then at this point, he also is like, they're like, we're American. We don't have a heritage. We're from Cleveland or whatever. And the, then the mom goes to him and she's like, go look at your basketball game. Like, don't forget your, your lucky coin. Wear lucky it on coin. your neck. And it's like a fucking <laughs> ancient Aztec coin. I'm like, so we have no heritage, but please put on this <laughs> family heirloom that looks to be about thousands of years old. And like, it's from an ancient society. Yeah, I'm just going to bring this up right now. Ryan Merriman does not ask a lot of questions in this movie that any normal person should ask. He just kind of goes where the wind may take him. I say you got to think it's 2001, too. So it's like no Ancestry.com, no 23andMe. Kids spit and send it into the cloud, which, by the way, I'm fully against. In case this comes up later, I'm 23andMe. I got to get my students out there. In case Austin dies, he he needs everyone to know that he's against his DNA being collected. I'm against my DNA. It's, 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 I reserve the right to he's it. T- he's um, turned this podcast, up, podcast episode into his living will. So good to this know. This is why he did this. <laughs> but the, you know, the parents have no reason to just be like, yeah, no, we're from Europe. You know? <laughs> just or anything. Europe. Yeah, like, oh, you know, like, we were with the pilgrims. Just be like, we're that. I mean, yeah. like, just lie. Just or fucking just, lie. My parents lied to me all the time about everything. And I'm just now discovering some of those lies at 26. <laughs> Like and, and they're they're very incompetent and they should not be because they have a lot to hide. Um and so yeah, he goes to the basketball game, he grabs his coin. They also spend a very long focus on that coin, so you know something's up. And he grabs a coin, goes to the game, and then he, he okay, so he continues to narrate the movie at this point. And I don't know if you notice this, but it's really out of place. The narration it also stops halfway through and then that's what I'm saying. Up at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it's voiceover. Total, it's totally irrelevant. Like if you did it, if you shot, if you took out the voiceover and just cut it, the some of the shots a little bit more, so like it didn't have that like trailing on thing it would be fine no one would even notice it's, it's also so cheesy it reminds me kind of of like that meme format where it's like record scratch yep yeah it's me bet you're wondering how i got into this situation aren't you like it's such yeah. a cheesy stupid voiceover right like huh yeah you think i think my parents are up to something man like it's like so dumb and unnecessary mm-hmm. yeah definitely um, and then also, uh, another thing I wanted to point out, cause we've kind of, we haven't pointed this out before, uh, but this movie is the first to be directed by Paul Hohen, um, uh, who is like the king of directing DCOMs pretty much. If you look at his IMDb page, he's directed like 15, like he's, Jesus. yeah, he's directed a ton of them and this is his first one. So I wanted to make sure we actually mentioned him cause we've done, we've reviewed his work before and never mentioned the guy, but he is DCOM royalty. Anyway, so in this voice, in his voice, in his voiceover, we hear him say that like, all right, tonight it's the quarterfinals. My team, my school has never made it this far in basketball 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 basically <laughs> like everyone's just so excited because you know do we ever get to the finals there's like yeah the, 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 games, yeah. right so yeah, the very the, the, last the, one is the final yes yeah okay. yeah no the last one's the final they show up on that day which is like the day before whatever the um the semifinal but the one where he made that ridiculous shot was the quarterfinal <laughs> yes that's <laughs> the, the one way, where he volleyball serves the ball into the yeah. net <laughs> 
he swatted it halfway across court. This was the OG, <laughs> like, haters will say it's fake shot. <laughs> I absolutely, oh, haters will, or literally everyone. Or physicists, maybe, because it's literally impossible. He's halfway a- across the court, and the ball is so low to the ground. It's yeah, like it's a way bo- too it's low to the ground. It's a volleyball save. It's a volleyball save, and it goes into the, the ball. The ball's going out of bounds. Most people in, like, normal basketball situations will try to, like, talk it to a teammate. He decides that, you know what? You should really throw this directly at the hoop across yep. the court. <laughs> There's a, mm-hmm. there's a sure possibility of that happening. Yeah, that's exactly. And, and, and of course it works because he's so lucky, which it's not a matter of luck. It's a matter of physics and that could never happen. So then it comes to- They win. To, yeah, they win. They, win. they win because of that shot. He's also like the star of the basketball team. And, and then some horny cheerleader just jumped. I thought it was his girlfriend in that shot. Oh yeah, she wins the basketball yeah. team. This horny blonde cheerleader, and I can say that because I am one, He she just jumps from the crowd and like kisses him on the side of the face. And I was like, oh, that's his girlfriend it's not it's just a random lady that's how hot he is in this junior high yeah, i would say like 40 percent of that is is the shot but like 60 percent of that is his hair i would say I mean, the other if we had to do another like 20 percent would be the um hollister like puka shell necklace he's wearing at all times both on the court and off on, on top really of the necklace on top of the necklace that the coin is on he's he's double oh, he's wearing two necklaces at all times yeah okay so yeah he wins the game everyone goes crazy woo um and then he goes to school it, the next day where he's the next also day. like like the hottest yeah, because, yeah, fucking piece of shit ever. Everybody's just coming up to him being like, thanks so much, Kyle. That's his character's name. Kyle rules. You're the best. And like, you know, women are just coming up to him and he's going up to women being like, hey girls, how's it going? And whatever. And then we, meet, we his, meet like his best friend. Yeah, Russell. we meet his best friend, Russell, who is horribly underdeveloped in this film. Not underdeveloped, underused. He's like He's barely the best character in this movie. He's, he's a the great only character. one with a well, sense of reality. <laughs> that's true. But I wouldn't say he's the best character because we're going to be the best character in my opinion later. We, we do meet in this scene also the worst character who is bonnie i hated bonnie so (laughs) can bonnie shut the fuck up about heritage day literally calm down i was gonna say i like the hot comeback that that kyle had when bonnie comes over and says so what do you do for heritage day and he's like heritage day is history history is so 10 minutes (laughs) yeah sports is what's happening it's literally it's literally (laughs) it's the weirdest conversation i wrote it down verbatim because it sounds like it was written by a like predictive text like it doesn't it's not english like it's something your iphone would come up with the literal no it sounds it's your history kyle he goes history is so 10 minutes ago sports That's what's happening Sports. now. That's where I'm coming from. What? Yeah, did you it just have make a stroke? <laughs> I don't think it sounds like a predictive text. I sound. I think it sounds like that thing where if you fed a robot all the decoms, that's the kind of like script it would make. Where it's <laughs> like just you like gave a Sports. robot twenty. Yeah. It's just like sports are important, and like that's the only thing I care about because I'm gonna go through a change by the end of this movie. <laughs> Sports it's ridiculous. America change. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sports are America and present and happening now. Yeah. And, I'm like, and I'm cool. None of that makes sense. <laughs> um, but yeah, but the, the point is that Bonnie comes up to him in the first place because she's in charge of Heritage Day and she needs to know what he's oh, going is to she? do. She doesn't talk about it enough. No, I know. Jesus. But she needs, she's trying to find out what he's going to do for Heritage Day. And he makes it very clear he doesn't want to do anything. But apparently every student at the school is forced onto the stage to make some kind of presentation. <laughs> About their heritage. To make some sort of culturally insensitive 
doesn't yeah, yeah. like about a heritage they don't care about. Yeah, and he doesn't even say. And he, yeah, she's like, well, everyone has a heritage, and he's like, heritage is stupid. Sports are where it's at, which is a crazy <laughs> thing to say. Like, like Austin said. Um, and, but I was just like, why not just say, oh, my family doesn't know much about our heritage, and then that's the end of the conversation. But he's just, it goes in such also, a weird way. Like you psychotic woman, like just let him live. Like, what if he was adopted or something? Like, it's not your business to know everyone's heritage and to force them to do some sort of cultural dance at school. Like, if they don't want to do it, let him live. Bonnie's also a very confusing character in a lot of ways. Number one, first of all, she's not, her actress is not doing a great job, especially in this first scene. You can tell she's just reading lines. Second of all, is that, like, she gives such mixed signals about how she feels about Kyle. Because, like, in this introductory scene, we see them walk by and she, like, brushes her hair behind her head and then, like, smiles and gathers her books to go and talk to her. So I was like, okay, so she likes him. But then she's, like, in every interaction, she's mean to him, pretty much. And I was just like, what is your game? Relatable. I think think she she loves him, but then when she's confronted with his actual personality, she hates him, Um, which is really... Yeah, that's fair. Because Kyle is kind of garbage. Uh, then it cuts to him. He's like, hey, I got a test. I got to go. And so he's. we cut to him in the classroom and he spends the entire cl- test looking at like this map on the chalkboard that's like shows, you know, like immigration routes or where people come from and stuff. And then the bell rings and then the teacher's like, all right, hand me your test. And then Kyle's like, oh, crap, I didn't do any of the tests. And then he sort of just marks a bunch of answers. And the teacher's like, hey, Kyle, why would you do that? You know, you're going to get more than wrong than right. And then he takes it and he's like, oh, these answers are all correct. And then Kyle's just like shrug and then walks out, which this is going to be, I, I was going to, we can talk about this here because this is a major problem I have with this movie is they try to set up that Kyle is just coasting through life, basically. Like he's just relying on like being lucky and to be great at everything. But they don't do that enough. Like the implication in the scene is that he was so distracted by thinking about his own heritage or whatever that he didn't think to mark out the test, which is stupid, but whatever. But also like, but like it would have made more sense that he's just like coasting if he had just been like, I don't know, doodling or something the whole time. And then just been like, oh, the test is over. Dun, 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 there you go. Or like said he didn't study for it or something like this. T- the scene does not properly convey that he's just like, yeah, whatever. Everything works out for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I kind of think they should have started. I just think they could have made him a little bit more of like a dick. Like a lot yeah. of Bonnie's yelling at him doesn't seem to be justified. Like yeah. he should have been like coasting more at basketball practice and like things like that. Because I don't get the feeling that he has a lesson to learn. Uh, so then she cuts to dinner and the parents are, you know, the mom's making some kind of weird healthy salad or something like that. And he asked them again about their heritage. And then they're just like, we're not going to tell you about the heritage. Why are you so interested in your wait, heritage? Wait, wait, stop. This, so this movie features like someone who turns into a leprechaun. And I would like to say that this scene right here was the most horrifying scene in the movie to me. <laughs> I, this scene. The camera scene, angles. <laughs> yeah. Austin, what was happening? Thank you. What lens were they using? It was shot like a Stephen King adaptation. Like the way that they're shooting them. Like, I don't know. Can anyone else describe well, why a, this was so horrifying? I, I th- here's my, here's my, I did have a note on this, but my notion of it was, is that if you watch the scene, only um, the parents are shot like this. Kyle is just shot dead on and it's normal. Nothing's wrong. But the parents are shot at like a weird angle with a weird lens. And I want to give some credit to Mr. Paul Hohen. I think he shot them like that to let the audience know there's something off about these parents as if that was not apparent yeah. enough already but yeah, i think but he was the using the language of film the thing that's off is that they're gonna <laughs> kill their son that's what the vibe i'm getting and also they're eating this disgusting like noodle salad that they're like slurping up yeah they put some weird sound effects over her su- serving that salad it's pretty gross oh it's disgusting but yeah so he's asking them about the heritage and they're like 
like, why are you so interested all of a sudden? And I was like, guys, he's mentioned Heritage Day like 15 times at this point. That's obviously where this is coming from. How are you this bad at this? So we, so he cuts to school the next day and this, this hit me right where I live, which is he's, he's trying to do research on the computer about his family. No, 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 wait, dial it back. There is a voiceover that actually, this was one of the few times in the movie that I burst out laughing. There's a voiceover as he's walking into school and the quote is, I just kept having this feeling that my parents were hiding something from me. <laughs> I was like, uh, no shit, Sherlock. What it, like, they just acted like they had a dead body in their basement last night. Uh, a feeling, I would think, yes, they're definitely hiding something from you. Like I said, he just does not ask a lot of questions in this movie. Uh, but, but he goes into school the next day, he's trying to do research, and there's just a row, he's in, like, the school library. There's just a row of multicolored Mac computers. Uh, and, and, oh, they're, yeah, they're, like, all different colors they're all so big i was just like oh man wait a it just hit me where i live i can't describe it uh what was he using he was using fake search engine like on every tv show i uh, thought and, it was but, like alta vista i was like what exactly is he typing into right now i could well, wasn't google I, I wasn't concerned about that what i was concerned about was what he was typing in which is just his last name johnson that he thought <laughs> that that was gonna crack the code he was gonna get full ellis island records and everything by just literally typing <laughs> the word johnson into google which he's lucky he did not get some dirtier results and so <laughs> oh my uh, god <laughs> Yeah. I didn't uh, even think about that. There's another one of those Do they later. not teach computers in this? Like, did they just not know how to do a basic Google search, even if this isn't Google? Like, uh, no, he's, he's just kind of an idiot. Box of rocks. Uh, but so while he's doing this, uh, Bonnie sees him, and again, she, like, fluffs her hair a little bit, and then goes up to talk to him, and she smiles. Again, very mixed messages from this girl. Comes up to her, she's like, hey, what are you doing? And he's like, nothing, uh, whatever. Oh, oh, yeah, also we didn't mention it, but she's, after he gives that whole insane monologue about sports, she was like, uh, jocks are so gross, and that's why I was confused. Like, wait, so do you like him or not? Um, but so she's like, he can't find anything, obviously, because again, he just typed the word Johnson into Google. And she's like, here, <laughs> let me help, let me help. And... <laughs> That is, I just got now, like, the, the the implications of that has that he just typed Johnson, nothing else, into Google is yeah. so funny to me. I can't get yeah, over it. Yeah, it's great. And so then she's like, here, let me help you. And then... Uh, um, She calls him heritage impaired, which yeah, is but, the most... Oh unnatural turn of phrase I've ever heard in my entire life. True, but that's not the bonkers thing. Two bonkers things happen in this scene. The first one <laughs> is that she he says, I was trying to figure out, find out about my heritage, and so I was trying to find out about my dad, and then she just says, well, what about your mom's heritage? And he said, huh, I didn't think to ask about that. And I <laughs> was like, what? incredibly sexist. <laughs> I don't think it's sexist. I think it's just stupid. I think Kyle is a huge idiot, and he was just like, well, I, I have 50% of genes from my dad, and 50% of genes from my mom. So the mom's genes probably don't matter at all let's focus exclusively on the dad it's crazy that's crazy thing one crazy thing two is she says okay let's start there what's your mom's maiden name and then he's like i don't know <laughs> and i was like are you kidding me dude like the best comeback on that was that she said how are you ever gonna get a credit card yes <laughs> so, which honestly that's where her fair. mind is yeah fair. i mean she's not wrong but she is like 12 like i was like what honestly that i'm as a 26 year old i am concerned how are you filing your tax Taxes, sir. That is something maybe a third grader wouldn't know. He's in the seventh grade in this movie. Yeah. Uh, he, again, does not ask a lot of questions and is very, very dumb. That's all. That's the majority of the things you need to know about Kyle also, Johnson. I don't know when we're going to get to this, but I'm just going to say it right now. Not to be stereotypical. Um, Your mom's a flaming 
fucking curly haired ginger. Even well, though she doesn't have pull back in the beginning. Yes, even though say. it's pull back. Come on, come on. Emma, Where do we think she's hailing from? Emma, we just have to assume that Kyle is a moron, and any logical <laughs> deductions that a real person would make, yeah, just go right over his head. So he then we cut to him at home, and he's like breaking into his dad's desk and going through his like yearbooks and his files. He's digging through his parents' desk, and they are playing ominous music over this like his mom is going to come in and kill him and then she does like appear in the doorway and i but like jumped i was like scared for his life yeah it's a weirdly it's again weirdly shot and uh so he goes he finds his dad's old high school yearbook and is going through it then he's like that's weird there's no robert johnson in it and then he finds like his dad's birth certificate and it says robert smith which the dad has the most boring names on the face of the planet (laughs) i don't know why this made me laugh but the fact that the guy's name is bob johnson is just so funny to me so he finds this, the mom comes in and he's like, oh, nothing. I'm not looking at anything. I'm going to go shoot hoops. And he leaves and the mom sees what he's spying on. And so he's shooting hoops with Russell and they're like talking about how weird it is. And he also points out, it's like, why would my dad change his name? I mean, if you're going to change your name, at least make it more interesting than Bob Smith. <laughs> I mean, Bob Johnson, which fair. Um, So yeah, he's shooting hoops and he runs up and like, almost like kind of dunks it he ch- touches the rim and Russell's like whoa you touched the rim dude that's crazy you're so lucky and so good at basketball How? okay stop two men on the podcast with me how tall do we think Ryan Merriman is I think he's probably like I don't know how old he is in real life but I, I got the vibe you know he's obviously probably older than he's they're shooting this movie so I guess he's maybe like 15, 16 when they're shooting this movie no like how tall so what junior high I never Something did like the that. junior high thing so I don't, it's still kind of a mystery to me. I'm in middle school, like a normal person. Um, okay, that's not a thing, but continue. <laughs> so I guess he's like in eighth grade or ninth grade. And I mean, I was over six feet tall in eighth and ninth grade. Okay, but you're really tall. He doesn't look to me like him and his friend both look to be about five, four. And when he's like, I'm shrinking, I'm like, are you? You've looked short this entire movie. And he's like allegedly like grabbing rim in this scene. Emma, this movie has literal leprechaun magic in it. We don't have time to get hung I, up this is on the unbelievability on the unbelievability of him touching the rim. And, and so he, they start walking, they stop shooting hoops and they start walking and like he finds some money on the ground and is like, ah, oh, sweet, that cheddar. And then he's like, man, you are always <laughs> finding money, Kyle. And he's like, yeah, I know. I'm great. And then he's like, but like, so, uh, and he's like, well, you know, maybe it's my lucky coin or something. Like, it's my, it's just this heirloom no, my mom makes. I don't remember what some, he says. Somebody calls it a lucky charm. And I was like, we couldn't resist saying lucky charm. It was we didn't even hit the 15 minute mark yet. Oh, well, they had to work it in. Somebody already called it a lucky charm. They had to work, well, because they're after me, lucky charms. They got to work it in somewhere. That's like the go to Irish accent. I was wondering if that was copyrighted, but apparently it's not. You can say lucky charm. I uh, know it's not copyrighted. Um, but <laughs> in so, terms I, of leprechaun magic, I would assume uh, that it is. I don't, I don't yeah, you would I don't, think. To be yeah, fair, Yeah, wouldn't though, you? You can't have though. leprechauns running around saying, look, like, gotta get back my lucky charms. Like, that's... Well, not, well I, maybe, that, maybe that's the break, is that if you if you say lucky charms, then they come after you. But if you have one singular lucky charm, <laughs> then they can't touch you. Um, but so he's looking at his coin, and then he sees this poster for Seamus McTiernan, Saint of the Oh stuff. my god, Luke, <laughs> you are so loud. <laughs> and uh and then he notices on the poster that it has the same uh symbol that's on the coin and then they're like oh hey maybe that means it's irish we should go and he check goes, this no, out the actual no, lens he made wait say it austin say it. <laughs> he's like oh maybe we should go see this guy and russell goes yeah i think he's irish 
Oh, really? You think Seamus <laughs> McTiernan is Irish? Is Irish? <laughs> really? What in the it, world would make you think that? The poster is green. There's like 50 shamrocks on it. And he's like, sounds like this guy might be Irish. I was like, well, use your eyes, both of you idiots. <laughs> yeah, Russell says like he's probably like seen him on TV or something. Um, Because he's, you know, the saint of the step. And, and so here was, and so I was really confused here because, okay, so he's confirmed that the coin is probably Irish. So my thought was, all right. Um, he's gonna go ask the, uh, this Seamus McTiernan guy about it, and then, like, ask, get information from him, and then go ask his parents. What actually happens is they go to this Irish, like, festival that Seamus is throwing, where it's just, like, you know, four-leaf clovers and crap everywhere. And they do not go there with the express purpose of talking to Seamus McTiernan. They or just to go anyone. there to go. They just no. walk around. They just decide to go and there. And then go That's see just, him. Yeah, no, they do, yeah, they go see him perform, but they don't come up. To, I thought it was going to be, like, a Fright Night type situation where the kid goes to, like, this, like, mid-level celebrity who, like, who supposedly only does this as, like, an act. Like, he, like you know, he plays up the Irish thing, but, like, he actually knows all about the Irish stuff. Or that's not what happens in Fright Night. Fright Night, he's not an actual vampire hunter. But I the point is... I don't know what the fuck you're talking it's a, about. It's a, whole, it's a movie from the 80s. Uh, but the point is, so they go to this Irish festival, and they're, and they're, <laughs> this is a laugh moment for me, because I will say, I definitely think that the props and backgrounds people really had fun on this movie, because they find a book called uh, Everything You Ever Wanted to Know About Being Irish But Were Too Afraid to Ask. And oh, just the I way, laughed at that. Yeah, just the and way I they put story <laughs> <laughs> just the way they print the book and it's just uh, it's very good dialing back they do this like ominous shot of like a man like in a leprechaun costume and they're playing like ominous music over him and i think that's supposed to clue us in that like he's not all above board but they were playing that same music over the parents 10 minutes earlier so i'm at this point i'm just terrified of every adult in this movie and i don't know who's bad and who's good i just know that everyone's scary and i'm scared of everyone no i completely agree with that but no i love how like kyle sees that everything you need to know about irish book and he's like huh, maybe i should read this as if you read kyle <laughs> <laughs> as if you can actually read letters and you're like yeah kyle n- not a joke maybe you should you are really in the dark about a lot of stuff maybe pick up a book i don't know if it's that one but just one um but the but damn point about adults being creepy um all of a sudden this old old man shows up oh uh, with a hundred years on his face also fucking terrifying also, he's the preacher from Wedding Crashers. I don't know if anyone yes. recognized that. <laughs> Austin, I knew you would. I was like, I knew if anyone would, it was the fact that Austin would recognize Because I was like, well, who was this actor? And then I was like, oh my god, it's the priest from Wedding Crashers. I think he's done more than just that. I, I, I definitely recognize him for something else. I can't put my <laughs> finger on Nothing of where. such paramount importance. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I mean, this. let's talk about important roles that mattered to the culture of America. Um, also, this band is dead. May he rest in peace. Oh, <laughs> I did Google that as that's well. That's sad. Uh, now I'm sad enough. Um, but so he he goes up to uh, Kyle and he's like, what are the, what kind of shoes you got there? And uh, he's like, they're basketball shoes. And he's like, oh, now what you need is some real Irish leather on your feet. And he shows him a shoe. It's got like a snake on the bottom of it. It'll become important later, later folks. And uh, he's just flexing on his shoemaking abilities. Yeah. Like takes his cane, starts stabbing at Kyle's shoe and be like, oh, what is this shit? What the fuck do you have here in this crap? Basketball shoe, which, by the way, was, like, the ugliest shoe I've ever seen. And it's like, oh, oh you buy horrible. it from the store. It's for sports. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, no. Let me show you what a man walks around with. And whips out <laughs> these just fire leather shoes that he made himself. 
Like, that is the biggest flex. He's also, absolutely destroying this kid. It's the original, what are those? He literally yeah, stabs him with a cane. What are those? <laughs> he stabs him with a cane. He goes, what the fuck are those? Piece of shit. And then, like, takes his little foot and puts up his leather shoes on him. Like, it. he's destroying this kid. Destroying. I, I also wrote down that I, that I think this uh, old guy is going to be the only one to have a relatively accurate sounding Irish accent in the whole film. And I think That's I That's not true. No. I, I, the I, mom is very good. Oh, yeah, the, the mom, mom is very the mom's, good. The mom is fine. I'll give you that. Um, but so, yeah, he, he and also to the point about the shoes, this becomes semi-important later, but nowhere near as important as you think it would. The shoe-making The shoe thing keeps coming back, and I'm like, what is the point of the shoe thing? Why yeah, do it's we not, keep touching on this? It has nothing to do with this man later on, except for how they find him. But so, uh, and then they're like, yeah, cool, man, whatever, great shoes. And then he, he takes some coins out of his pocket, and he looks like nobody in particular, I guess, because there's no one working this stall. And he's like, give the kids a bag of spuds. And he throws the coins in the air and they all land and like perfect and they're like whoa that was crazy and then he's gone like a whisper on the wind uh but, but so we see uh, like there's also they're selling fake uh coins like he has like little necklaces and so that's gonna become important in a second and then they go and we are to watch the man perform and we are introduced to seamus mcternan played by timothy Amundsen, who is my favorite character from in psych. this film from psych <laughs> the, from the actor psych. from psych but he is my favorite character. In a in this wig here. Film. This has to be a wig. He has to be wearing a wig. Yes. Why does he have to be wearing yes. a wig? Because it's not his real hair. There's just no way. God, he's also in a pretty fire outfit of oh, yes. leather hot pants and a bright green silk pirate shirt, like from yes. Seinfeld. It is yes, that's quite exactly what I was gonna say. And so yeah, he's not. A, he's the best actor in this movie and my favorite character because he just comes out and he's just like, oh, the heart of the Emerald Isle runs deep in this crowd today. Like, he's just got so much like swagger and charisma in this performance. Like he's he did not need to go this hard at it, but he goes so freaking hard and i love him for it it's, this is basically a shitty fairground version of michael flatley lord of the dance people in our hometown actually did this there was it's it's mainly women um that i grew up with that was like a dance studio down the street from us where you would go to learn not dance not like ballet like irish step dancing and and i didn't do it because obviously it's way too cool for that but it was a very real, popular yeah, activity in the Chicagoland area. One of the things that this made me think of, though, was it, it brought me back to another one of my favorite films from my kind of childhood, <laughs> you know, early teens, tweens, which, of course, was Stomp the Yard. I was like, this was just a prequel to Stomp the Yard. It really laid the groundwork there for what was, you know, fantastic. What was to come. Had, yeah. this, had this movie, had the final showdown been feuding Riverdance step teams, which it kind of is, which they kind of do they get back over, to. Though. They gloss over. Had it just been an amazing Stomp the Yard sequence between the bad guys and the good guys and the good guys win by breakdancing, I would have liked this movie a hell of a lot more. Okay, can yeah, we get, can we stop talking about <laughs> early 2000s dance movies? That's not where I expected this podcast to go. Okay. Well, you should have. Read the room, Luke. Read the room, Luke. You should have seen this coming. <laughs> anyway, so they, he, he's like, yeah, people are dancing, river dance, step dancing, whatever. Um, and then Kyle just can't resist the dulcet tones, and he starts just breaking it down on the dance floor, which is kind of funny. Also, this um, whole scene, FYI, like, just everyone, so we're all on the same page here. No one besides the children in the back, and I think they had to teach Kyle Merriman some of this, but, like, no one's really dancing. Timothy Edmondson, they are cutting between, like, that's someone else's feet. Whatever his, yeah. It's Timothy not Edmondson. Edmondson. Amundsen. Whatever it is. 
There's Whatever. an O. The bad guy, the Lord of the Step, they are cutting between someone else's feet up to his head because he cannot Irish step dance like that. That's not his fault. You can't expect him no, to learn I'm, how Irish step I'm dance for a Disney Channel original him. movie. I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying it is a very obvious smash cut, much like they do in all Disney Channel when anyone has to like play a sport and or dance or flip or anything. But it's a very obvious cut. Fair. Uh, but so then the the creepy uh, leprechaun guy from earlier, not the old knocks. guy, the guy, the guy dressed like the leprechaun, knocks uh, Kyle down and he's like, oh, sorry, kid, and helps him back up. And so, if you know what this movie's about, which I vaguely did, this is where he gets his magic coin stolen. But it's very visibly on his neck the entire time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I rewound this. I rewound this, and I was like, okay, so he definitely got the coin stolen here. So I rewound it, and I'm like, I'm watching for when we're going to see him sleight of hand get it replaced with a fake one. That Mm -hmm. doesn't happen. They don't take the real one off his neck ever i was expecting like him to fall down and it to like fall off or something and then be like oh here pick it up and then give him the fake one instead or something like that but that's just they just don't explain how they did it so then he cuts back to him being at um him, him at home like getting up for school the next day i think and so he wakes up and he goes and gets his coin off of his dresser and he accidentally knocks a trophy onto his foot and he's like huh that's weird and so then it cuts downstairs and the mom's cooking breakfast and she's her hair is like emma said very down and very curly and big and she's talking in and an she's irish in a accent full now irish brogue like she's slipped into a full 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 irish accent and this woman i'm assuming has to be irish because she probably. number one looks it and number two it does probably the best irish accent in the film um it's yeah. very authentic uh but then the, the dad comes down and is like oh do i smell eggs and bacon honey isn't that a little like more fattening than what you usually cook and she's like oh well you need to put some skin on your bones and and they're like awesome great cool we don't have to eat gross zombie salad or whatever and uh <laughs> so, and, and, then she, and she and she puts down like this plate just like loaded up with stuff like blood sausages and toast like it looks kind of gross honestly but i just don't like irish food i guess but so then she's like oh by the way kyle i wanted to uh i tell you something about our family heritage and then the dad's just like honey uh shouldn't we talk about this first because he thinks she's about to spill the, be- spill the beans and she's just like oh we're irish and then he's like well why didn't you tell me that sooner like if it, the, the answer is that easy and then she's like well i just wanted you to grow up as a, a normal american boy without any of like the derision or like hatred like they start she starts talking about okay like, this <laughs> movie i gotta just stop here stop talking the, yeah this movie is still and maybe it's because these leprechauns are supposed to be thousands of years old but they are still very butthurt about the irish oppression that happened when we yeah. came to this country in the 1800s the mom and the grandpa are very clearly not over it like no. I, it is 2001 and they are really still in the throes of like irish immigration for through ellis islands like they are not over the way that the irish were treated yeah they're like talking about how like they couldn't find work in any like real job because everyone hated ireland and then like she tells that to kyle and kyle's like Mom, wasn't that, like, a hundred years ago? Like, what are you talking about? No one cares if you're Irish today. And then she just has, like, this hurt look on her face where it's just like, you'll never know the pain I felt. And I was just like, uh, okay. Like, <laughs> was she pull. there? Like, I don't I don't get the age of these people. Like, are they, like, ageless? Because he says, like, the grandpa says he's, like, 200 years old. So, like, yeah, did she immigrate in the 1800s and she's just been chilling ever since? Until 2000. I don't know. That's a good point. I mean, it depends, like... Yeah, it depends how old she's in relation to the grandpa, so I don't know. But so, then he's like, alright, this was weird, but 
Uh, glad glad that I know I'm Irish yeah, now. Yeah, talk. Um, and so then it cuts to him walking to school with uh, Russell, and he's like, yeah, I'm, it turns out I am Irish. Super cool. And then, hey, look, there's some money on the ground. And then Russell's like, man, you're always finding money. And then he just picks it up and says, huh, it must be the luck of the Irish. Wah, nah, 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 nah. Title. That's the name of the movie, you guys. Yeah, yeah great work, everybody. See what they did um, there? Yeah, also, but then the, a bus comes and splashes him with water. And then he's like, and then again, the narration suddenly comes back. It's honestly like, oh yeah, you you narrate this movie. Uh, narration comes back and he's just like, and that was the beginning of the worst day of my life. Um, Unlucky, Ru- yeah. And and then we'd get a montage. Ryan Merriman's of- no good, very bad, no. horrible. What's the name of that book? <laughs> uh, horrible, <laughs> hor- hor- horrible, no good, very bad day. Yeah. day you started. Yes. You, you were close. But so well, then we get a montage of him losing his homework and his backpack falling apart, and then uh, the fountain. Something gets- about. Pause really quickly. I I don't know what it is. And like, it's definitely some sort of something I should talk through with a therapist. But something about watching him go, oh my God, I forgot my homework. And then standing up and the book bag breaks and everything comes out of it gave me such like vivid, like palpable in my chest anxiety and shame. Like it's definitely some sort of trauma that I have packed away since like the third grade. But it, it made me so embarrassed for him. And I was like passively watching this movie while drinking coffee. And I was like, oh my God, his book bag is <laughs> I don't know why. No, the one that troubled me is he goes to get a drink from the water fountain and it like sprays weird and it gets all over his oh. pants and it looks like he peed his pants. And I was like, oh, buddy, oh, you hate to see that happen. At that point, call your mom, get you, get yourself out of there. You can't come also, back from he, that. Also, he trying to like hit on a girl at that point? And she's yeah. like, dude, you yeah. pissed yourself. Yeah, she looks at, but then what's weird is like, okay, so it sprays on him at the water fountain and we see it and it's like, yeah, fine. And then it gets to him talking to the girl and then it, it, they messed it up weird. It's like just on like one side of it. Like it looks like they just poured water into one of his pockets. Pockets, and then it like it went it like doesn't look like it, he peed himself like normally I, or I he know. peed himself and he and then he also that's hinting that he has a crooked penis so it's a double whammy <laughs> sure. that's that's the other thing that they, this movie doesn't tell you about leprechaun biology is that they all have crooked <laughs> penises um but i love how his, his pickup line his pickup line is so hot which is just looking good yeah he says that like three or four times it like it was like dude did that work for you before you lost your life <laughs> I think that's that's his, that's his how you doing. I think is what we know we can that, infer. Then he Kyle. truly is the luckiest bastard alive because just saying to random women at their lockers, looking good. If that's working for you, God bless. God, may the road rise up to meet you because you're <laughs> the road lucky. rise up to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he, then he goes to his locker and all of his stuff falls out of it. And then I swear to God, he, including the, his mom also packed him a lunch of like pig's feet or something like a <gasps> gross dish gross. and like a cauldron type thing or a pail. Um, and then so. It, then it cuts to lunch and he's sitting at a huge table all by himself covered in whatever crap the mom made him and then russell comes up and i was like wait a minute he's like the most popular guy at school why does he sit at a lunch table alone by himself until his (laughs) one friend comes up to talk to him for being the most popular guy at school he's like really fucking steven glansberg like eating alone and he has one friend that he talks to like why doesn't he have more friends like who the hell is steven glansberg that's from um super austin Thank you. Oh, okay. uh, it's from Superbed. Okay. Um, the kid that eats alone. It's a line yeah, from Superbed. Yeah. It's like, oh, I look like Steven Glansberg. I just don't, yeah, I just don't have that. I've seen that movie. I just don't have the recall for it, I guess. And then so he comes up and he's like, hey, what's, what's wrong, Kyle? Because he looks all sad. And he's like, well, I'm a, I dropped all my lunch and then I was going to buy lunch, but I lost all my money. And he's like, oh, that sucks, man. And he's like, I, dude, I've never lost anything before ever. And he's like, hey, it happens. People have bad days. And he's like, I've never had a bad day. This is crazy. And then a kid's like, here, Kyle, you can have my dessert. 
dirt. I don't really want it. And he's like, oh, awesome. My luck's turning around. And Here, he dumps take it all my over garbage. <laughs> it's also, it's this poor, no, it's not, I don't really want it. It's this poor kid that like has ac- like, acne. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, take my cupcake. Chocolate makes me break out. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is a bummer that I didn't need. He's not even central to the story. Why does he have to make me sad? The, okay, so then it cuts to basketball practice at the end of the day. And the guys, the coach comes in and he's just like, look, we have a game tonight. So we're not going to do a full oh, wait, practice. Wait, stop. This is my favorite character. Is the coach? mustached coach. <laughs> I love this guy. He is, I can tell you right now, this man was born, raised, and bred on the south side of Chicago. I need no <laughs> evidence. To, I have no evidence to back that up except for the fact that I know it in my heart. He has a full-on Ditka mustache and like an 86 Bears comeback. He does have a Mike Ditka-esque. Full Ditka mustache. Full 86 Bears comeback of like his balding hair. He's always in like tight Ditka, like pale yellow polos that are like way too tight on his pot belly and he is just in constant pit stains like he has never every time this man raises his arms just soaked down the side of his shirt it's like wardrobe did not get in there quick enough with a new shirt and he's my favorite character he might he, he, may, he may also be the most believable coach i think we've run into yet like this guy i think that oh, he just looks said. like someone that would like yeah. coach fulton was almost too hot to be a high school basketball coach like, right because he was guy an actor is a high school bas- yes like yes. i think they literally just asked the coach at the school they were filming this to be like hey can you just come out and yell at some kids for like 20 minutes and he's like yeah that's what that's my forte and they didn't give him a new shirt before they got him out there they said keep that shirt on that you have they they were like fine right now yeah yeah they're not gonna put any work into that and uh, okay so then uh he's like we're not doing real practice just make 10 foul shots and then go home rest up get ready for the game tonight and oh uh, yeah also kyle russell wants him to show everyone that kyle russell Russell wants everyone to show eh, nope I messed up again also I'm sorry hang on (laughs) I gotta get it out at this point are you having regrets Russell are you turning into a leprechaun right now (laughs) Russell wants Kyle to show everyone how he can touch the rim and he totally whiffs it that's what this was funny yeah he I just laughed when he fell he just falls face first into the woods face foot into the timbers he's done um and so he they all line up start making foul taking foul shots uh russell misses because also russell's kind of bad at basketball right now he gets better later on russell and, rides the bench for the first part of this movie he's like yeah. never in the game yeah he's not that good and so uh and then like everyone starts making their shots this is also when we're introduced to drake who i also thought was going to be more of a character in this movie than he is, but he's one of their teammates. He's got a feathered hair, uh, hairdo. He's also... Highlighted uh, hair, also. His hair is also highlighted. Well, also, Emma, do you know what he is, who he is? No. Who is he? he? He is the man that we called the personification of fate in High School Musical, the guy who pushed Troy <gasps> and Gabrielle to perform as a kid. Is it during the start of something new that's the same yes, actor? that's the same guy, yeah. Oh my god. He can't get much bigger than a bit part in Disney movies, can he? I, he can't get more than two lines. I don't know. I don't know anything about him, but it's the same guy. I looked it up. Wow, um, but so uh, then they we do a montage. Everyone shoot fouls. He uh, Kyle shoots and then he looks away to go back to the end of the line and doesn't go in. And he's like, oh, "My sh- my basket didn't go in. This is this is unheard of." Which if he if he's making baskets a hundred percent of the time, this kid is uh, no wonder Austin, he's a sports star. Just for context, and I don't trust Lucas because um, for obvious reasons, is it hard to make ten foul shots like in a row? Like, is this like a feasibly hard task? Because I have no way to judge that. So like, I guess as someone who like can make a foul shot but hasn't shot a basketball probably in the last three months 
Like, I would say just, like, for if you're playing basketball regularly and you're practicing, like, making them all in a row would be hard, but that's not what they had to do. They just had to hit 10, I think, over time. For someone who practices basketball, like, you should be able to do that in 15 minutes. Got it. Okay. Yeah, it shouldn't take. Like, if, you're doing, if you're doing really, really poorly and having to wait for everyone to do it. Like, yeah. realistically, like, it should not be that hard. Yeah, that's Got the it. point, is that he doesn't want to, like overwork the players before the game so they just like just practice your foul shots basically that being uh, said they had a shot of like what was supposed to be like seventh graders just like hitting like seven foul shots just in a row draining like, them. people one by one just draining them and that was ridiculous there's no <laughs> way they were doing that i love disney channel basketball because it's either like the kids are unbelievable or they're just running down the court with the ball in their arms traveling the hell out of the yeah. thing like they oh, yeah. don't even dribble like it's like they're either like nba level unbelievable at shooting or they do not even know the basic rules of the game which is one of my favorite um dichotomy and they ha- usually happen in the same movie which i love because just depending what extras we got there today because despite it all being about sports it's never actually about the sports <laughs> Okay, so he, and then we get a scene, everyone makes their 10, and then Russell shoots 10, he's like, awesome, how many you got left, Kyle? And then he's like, um, 10. He's like, you haven't made any of them? He's like, no, I'm, I'm so off tonight, man. He's like, well, hey, I can stick around if you want me to. to. And he's like, no, 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 go, I'll, I'll just finish up my shots real quick. He starts shooting, and he gets mad, because he can't make any, and he throws a ball, and it rolls away, and then Bonnie reinserts herself in the movie for no goddamn reason. I kept um, writing that her name was Bianca. It's Bonnie? I wrote it I've... as Debbie, I think, the first time, and then I learned that it was Bonnie. <laughs> Is everybody okay? I wrote it as Bianca. Bianca? Six separate... <laughs> yeah. I Mine's think closer. Her, her, name, her last name is Lopez, right? Like, yeah. I think Bianca Lopez is a person she's, that I have confused maybe. her with. She's, she's Latina, but I don't know anybody. I don't... That name doesn't ring any bells. Um, But, so she comes up to him and is like, um, uh, she's like, hey uh what's wrong and he's like oh i'm like i'm just you know mad because i can't make a shot or whatever and she's like also i need to know what you're doing for heritage day because oh my god this oh is give is it a rest he has bigger yeah, issues <laughs> and he's like well i saw this thing called step dancing uh this other day i might try that because i am irish and then she's like you know it's really difficult like you can't just learn that in a day and he's like eh, it didn't seem that hard and this is the weirdest and this is where conflict. she loses it she yeah. loses it on him here this is what i was talking about earlier she's like you know not everything comes so easily to everybody. Does she like, have like? A, has she always wanted to Irish step dance or something? Because this like really. Well, she's always wanted to play basketball. Gets, but they're not talking about basketball. And this is where she absolutely like this conflict comes out of nowhere. Like after yeah, helping absolutely. him and kind of being like into him and like trying to help him with his heritage, she all of a sudden hates him for being good at everything, which yeah, is just like and, a weird stance to take. But okay, well, it's like, well, it's like oh, it's like, well, not just being good at everything. It's like I said earlier. Um, she's just mad that everything just works out for him and he doesn't have to like, apparently he doesn't have to try or practice as she says. And I was like, uh, he's literally at basketball practice right now. What are you talking about that he doesn't have to practice? It was the weirdest thing to subtly introduce. Like, that's what I was saying. Like, if they introduce like, oh, I don't need to go to practice or, oh, I don't need to study for that test or any of that to his character, I would have bought the conflict that they're introducing here. But they just don't straight up don't do that. What is his lesson that he needs to learn? Like, be unlucky and just not be talented at things? Like, that doesn't make any sense. It does. And I'm not no. with her on this. 
I'm, I'm not with her and I'm not with the movie on this conflict that it's trying to introduce. It gets a little better, but also very confusing in, in, as the film goes on. Um, and so is she, yeah, she also, this she- is another, this is another conversation that sounds like it's written by an algorithm because she goes, he goes, just because you know everything doesn't mean you know anything. <laughs> it's like, what the hell is that supposed to mean? That doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. And, and she introduces the fact that she really wants to play basketball, but her parents won't let her because, like, you know, all the clubs and stuff that she leads look better on a college application. She, like, puts up a foul shot. And then he's like, lucky shot. And then she's just like, that wasn't luck. And then walks away like it was the dopest line in the world, when it very much was not. <laughs> I The one thing I will not, I don't like Bianca Bonnie Lopez, but I will say one thing about her that I don't like about this movie is that, like, everybody's just constantly ragging on her for, like, wanting to go to college and, like, leading a a lot of clubs. They're like, fucking Bonnie, she's in charge of everything. Like, yeah, it's called, like, building a good common app, okay? Like, I don't think that's a bad thing. We need to be ragging on young women for being in charge of clubs. Even at one point, Kyle's parents at dinner are like, that bitch, she's in charge of every club, isn't she? It's like, um, that's a good thing. I don't understand why we're hating on her for this. But okay. Well, I, th- I think it's just like, I think they're as annoyed by her as we are. They're just like, <laughs> oh, she's so annoying. She's always asking you to do Heritage Day bullcrap. And she's the worst. Um, and so then it cuts to the game that night and, uh, Kyle's just sucking massive dick. Um, he just, he can't make a shot and he is losing the ball and stuff. And then the crowd turns openly hostile to him at the drop of a hat. <laughs> Keep in mind, this is their sports star that they've rallied behind and the cheerleaders kiss the second the game is over. And one bad game and like a couple of bad shots and the whole crowd is just, just horribly mean to this child. Just like, boo! Yeah, just get off the field! Or the Wait, court. were they boo? Booing him? Yes, so yes. much booing him. Yeah, they're, they're, it's like Take he's an out, N- coach. Yeah, like it's like, it's like they're junior high. It's like they're at the N- NBA. It's like an NBA game. It's crazy. I didn't realize that. I guess I just start stop paying attention whenever the sports start happening. But oh my god, it's a seventh grade basketball. Everyone I'm laughing so hard. It's Imagine crazy. someone going to your seventh grade basketball team and screaming, "Take him out, coach." <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop laughing. It's why, yeah, and that's why it's so ridiculous. And so, like, yeah, he sucks dick, but luckily Drake, that feathered hair piss boy, uh, he's like, he starts just crushing it and like covering for him and making all the shots. And then, like, they're driving home from the game. And uh, uh, also, yeah, the mom and dad they show win. up to watch the game. Yeah, they win. Mom and dad show up at the game, by the way, to watch. And the mom has on like one of those like. Uh, like I don't know what the term is. One of those hats that you see, like newsboy cap. Eye. It's like a it's an is old it newsboy cap. It look, like, it's something clad. like an old Irishman would wear. It's on also top of something our grandfather wore yes. incessantly. Like yes. these, like uh, cap things. I I don't even know. I don't the right know what term they're called. I think yeah. it's like kind of like a newsboy cap, but like flat and plaid. And she's wearing that in like a long, basically a plaid blanket as like a shawl. It's like yeah. a whole thing. She's root uh, But yeah, but then, then they're driving home and then he's like, man, I don't know what happened. I, I was totally off my game. And they're like, hey, you won. You're going to the finals. Who cares? And he's like, I care. I've had like the worst day. I suck at basketball now, apparently. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's just the worst. Definitely the most selfish moment for Kyle in the whole movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where he was like, I don't care that we won. I played badly. Me, me, oh, yeah. me. That yeah, Kyle, like, I, I think that is really the thing we're unpacking that I didn't get while we were watching the movie. I, I, I don't what like Kyle What if the reaction be like, wow, like, I really fucked up there. I'm glad that that highlighted hair kid Drake was there to save the day. Like, good for him. Glad he was able to make the shots when I was getting boned in the head with the basketball. Yeah, <laughs> he well, does he get just, hit with the he ball. He does, yeah, you're right. But he just wants all the glory. That's what I'm saying. He's he's a complex character, not in a good 
way. Um, and then so uh, I also while they're going inside, like uh, the the mob, like I don't remember exactly what happens or what brings, but she's like, oh no, there's a good line because this does come back later where she, where he's like, man, I suck at basketball now, and she's like, oh well, you shouldn't be worried about basketball. You need to you should be hurling anyway. And then and uh, he goes, mom, I'm I'm not sick. I just had played a really bad game, and hurling is an Irish sport that they play later, yes. which I thought that was funny. Like okay, I I get that it's funny, but like in what context would a child know what hurling is? And my other question for this movie as a whole, which I was going to talk about at the end, but I'll talk about it here. This movie's intended for children, correct, on the Disney Channel. I had to turn the subtitles on to understand what the fuck these people were saying because the accents get so thick at a certain point. I could not understand the words that Grandpa was saying. I was had a hard time understanding the mom eventually. How is a child supposed to understand what these people are saying? And, like, these people are giving important plot points in these, like, unintelligible Irish accents. Like, I had no idea what they were saying. It's a heavy brogue, for sure. I, and I did have that at times, especially when we go to the factory later and literally everyone is Irish. Yes! Uh, Which is uh, very great. Can we, all right, oh, oh, wait until we get to that part. That was the one part I, like, I couldn't fall asleep later last night because of that part of the movie. I was like, just, all right, so I, I have experience in my professional life with food manufacturing businesses, and I can vouch for the fact that just because you open a certain ethnic-based company or a company from... Or you open a manufacturer like in the U.S. that might have a parent company somewhere else. That doesn't mean you fly in everyone from that country <laughs> to make the product and run the factory. <laughs> That's how immigration works. Like, yeah. Also, like, are we to believe that these people all just naturally live here? Like, in 2001, there are this many, like, people with thick Irish accents living in this American suburb to go work at this potato chip factory? Well, either yes. that, either that, or they're all leprechauns. That was my yeah. They like, could all be leprechauns. We don't know. Are wild. they? I, I we don't know. There's no possible way of knowing. But so, but so the so she has this huge. Uh, so she she shows her Irish colors more again, and the dad's like, "Hey, do you feel okay?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'm fine. Don't worry about it." Or excuse me, "Yeah, I'm fine. Don't worry about it." And uh. And then he's like, oh, okay, whatever. And I was like, you know she's a leprechaun. This is you way, should be this way is, more concerned. This is where Kyle gets his idiot gene, and it's from his dad. Like, oh, the yeah, dad right. should be way more concerned and then asking way more questions than he is. And Kyle clearly inherited that from Bob. You're not wrong, the actually. dad is totally unfazed. Definitely. Yeah, you're, you're true. That's actually 100% accurate. Uh, but so then it cuts the next day. He goes and gets his coin off the thing like he did the last day but then he notices in the mirror that he looks shorter and he's like huh that's weird and it's not like a couple inches he's like a full foot and a half shorter it almost looks in this mirror they say later on it's like a couple like one or two inches it's not he's so much shorter and so then he goes to he's rock with russell and he's like uh maybe like i feel shorter like like russell's like the same height as him now and he's like oh maybe i'm putting on muscle like bulking up or something it's just making me feel short and i was like that's not how the body works i don't think yeah like, why they kept being like he's putting on weight that's why he is two inches shorter is that how things work like and then everybody accepted that as just true and factual and i was like that sounds completely false but okay um and then so then he goes to school he takes he's wearing no, a bucket well, hat first of all because they oh, need yeah. to hide wait, wait, his features i got it guys i got it he okay. comes downstairs in the morning and his mom has like created that fire because she's still full size yeah, at this point right she has the like fire yes she has a full fire going and it smells like the house is burning down and he's like i'm getting shorter and the parents are still like it's chill. Again, no alarm bells. Then he goes to school in a bucket hat, which this is, this is the reason that I know this is a sequence of events is because I was like, oh, he must have already discovered that his hair's like, cha- that he's changing. So he put that bucket hat on. No, 
No. No. Bucket hat. He just is wearing the bucket hat. <laughs> it's just like that is what is okay from a fashion standpoint. It's ridiculous. That, that if you're talking about why you mess. couldn't. Oh my god, Austin! Yeah. Talking about why you couldn't sleep last night. Why I couldn't sleep last night was the fact that he just chose to wear that bucket hat to school, and luckily he had it on him when he started to change. He just wear, wore that for fun, and he wore it all day. In classes. Oh, yeah, that's... Uh, okay, also, yes, because this is where we learned that everyone at the school hates his guts now. <laughs> hates him now. <laughs> yeah, because he did so also, bad at the basketball game. in the background, there was multiple people dressed up as mascots walking around during normal <laughs> school hours. <laughs> like, I don't know where you went to high school or middle I didn't school. notice that. They, that did not happen. Just no, dressed up as eagles walking yes, around with I the rest of the students eagle. as if it was nothing. <laughs> Well, there's one saw one. I didn't see one. I didn't see more than one, but I did see I him in the two. peripheral. Okay, I just saw one in the periphery behind that conversation, and then I thought we saw him again, but maybe there was two. And also, maybe. yes, even if it is just one, this is much like high school school. Like, why is the school in a constant state of pep rally? Why is the kid in the mascot uniform? Well, it's the, champ- the championship class? game is tonight, Emma. Everyone's got to show their school yeah, spirit. you just showed up to school that morning. You don't dress up at 9 a.m. in the mascot for a 4 p.m. game. <laughs> That's a hot day for you. That is a long, is, yeah. hot day. Also, when he shows up to school, some like yeah, the girls like go away, talk to Drake because he you know he's the new it boy now. But also, uh, some guy comes up to him and says, "Way to choke, Johnson." And that's the other <laughs> one where I was like phrasing. And also, no wonder like he was so concerned with sports. Like these kids are fucking ruthless. I feel mm-hmm. terrible. Like imagine being having one bad seventh grade basketball game and you come to school and everybody hates your guts. Definitely. <laughs> After booing you off the court. Yeah. And then so he takes so then he like at some point he like takes his hat off for some reason. I don't remember why. And then uh Russell's like, Whoa, cool hair. My parent my dad won't let me die wait, mine. Wait. He's got a thing about Dennis wait, Rodman. Stop, what? stop. You're getting your head of yourself because this is I did write this was actually good screenwriting. I think one more to this movie that was actually fun. They're in a science class. He still has the bucket hat on. Oh yeah, you're right. I and they're the learning class. about magnets. Ryan Merriman's like freaking out. Teachers like, what metals atta- are attracted by magnets? Iron nickel something else Cobalt. i fucking forget she asks him and he's like i don't know and they're like have using them in this chemistry and ryan merriman holds up a magnet and the coin on his neck is attracted to the magnet and russell goes wait i thought you said that was solid gold and he's like it is it is like it's like it is and then he looks at it and realizes one of the fake coins it's not his real lucky doubloon whatever the fuck it is and that's where we get this bucket hat scene now cut to the iconic dennis rodman joke that ages this movie by 20 years you are correct yeah (laughs) real it is and and so then he's like what and so and then also iconic is this scene where he runs into the bathroom to look at himself in the mirror and so he has the hair it's like turning red but also they add some prosthetics to his ears so they have like a very clear point but no one makes a comment that he's ha- his ears are pointy until like they go full leprechaun pointy also, yet and i was like his ears are so visible ears is that like a is that an attribute of leprechauns that i have missed my entire life I think what so. What I learned about this movie was that I have a very baseline understanding of leprechauns, and I don't really know enough about, like, the leprechaun subculture 
and like what is going on there because like what? all i really know is that you know leprechauns are tiny people there's pots of gold at ends of rainbows <laughs> they're lucky but like i don't know much more beyond that and it's i, I feel like there's just a whole subculture here like the Furbad leprechauns or whatever. The oh, yeah. Yes, yes, I gotta they, talk yes. about this. We so gotta there's talk about a whole, this. there's a whole, they, okay, yes, there's I agree. There's a culture that I know nothing I, about. I, I Googled that. Irish. That is I'm not Irish. a thing. <laughs> I had to Google so much shit. They, they make you, they expect you to have so much Irish lore knowledge just coming into this movie of a movie for children where they refer to, uh, Timothy's, whatever his name is, Seamus's character, Amazon. refer to him as a fair Derek multiple times which i did not know what the fuck that was i had to turn on subtitles and then google it fair derrick is like a different it's different from a leprechaun it's more evil it's like a leprechaun that wears red and oh, it's, it's, like a, it's actually the devil it's actually a thing i googled yes, a fair fa- derrick is I different than a leprechaun. Too. i googled that too and nothing came up weird I, the spelling on the subtitles is wrong i spelled it multiple different ways i did a lot of legwork for this it's a real thing i just assumed that it was his that was his uh, leprechaun clan. Like, they're the O'Reilly no. clan. So I thought he was the fair, fair Derek. So Timothy Edmondson is not technically a leprechaun. He's a fair Derek, which is like a type of leprechaun that is evil and they wear red. And that's why he gets so ugly and gross at the end, I guess. Because he's turning yeah. like, back into like the fair Derek, which is like kind of like signifies the devil. Um, also, I'm, I, I, if you do a quick Google search of just leprechaun, most of them have pointed ears. So I'm going to say that that's a thing this, this is so this much is very important right now yeah i could i wish i get i do wish there was an explanation like that in the film and okay so yeah so he goes looks up a mirror his ears are getting a little pointed his hair is turning orange and then he rushes downstairs to the payphone because again this is 2001 takes a bunch of coins out and he spills them all and he has to pick them all up and then bonnie comes up to him and she's like hey you know i just wanted to apologize i don't know if what i said like threw you off your game or whatever and he literally like it's just like he doesn't say this but this is what his tone conveys like i got a lot going on right now i don't have time to deal with the nonsense that you're trying to insert into this movie so leave me alone and he goes to the payphone and then she she's like turns to ross and is like does he look shorter i feel like he looks shorter i was just like another iconic shot um and then the payphone's broken so he just decides screw it i'm leaving school and then russell's like hey if you ditch school they might not let you play basketball at the championship game and he's like again a lot going on russell Problems. I really don't care. I'm yeah. yeah. Also, he at looks some like point, Legolas. also at some point, he also lets out the iconic "Oh, saints preserve us," uh, because his act. He just oh, cut yeah. his and accent. For the love of Mike. Yeah, yeah, that too. <laughs> there was a couple Mike. good ones in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so then he <laughs> runs home. This poor kid had to learn how to do an Irish accent. Is so funny to me. <laughs> I don't think he put that much work into it. He doesn't ever go full. <laughs> he doesn't ever go full Irish. They just have him put it, out, sprinkle it on the end of some of the sentence where he just goes, "Oh, come on, da." Like, or, like yeah. or whatever. He's it's not that. Preservous. Yeah, it's not that complex. So then he goes home and then he cuts into the kitchen and then he's like, Mom, Dad. And then you see the dad standing behind the counter and a shoe on the counter. And sta- next to the shoe is a tiny woman. And is he the goes, shoe just there for, for us relative? So we know that she's as tall as a shoe? Yeah, there's a couple of things. I was wondering why things. the shoe was there. I think like, it's it, just there for, for well, us to tell that she's yes. as high as the heel. For scale, definitely, because they do that a lot throughout this movie. Two, I think it's to address the fact that she had to make herself 
I don't know about clothing, but new shoes because she was tiny. So she took leather from that shoes and made her own shoes. Because apparently that's a thing is that leprechauns love to make their own shoes. And she brings it up later when he's like, am I going to shrink? And she's like, oh, it'll be a few days until you're as small as I am. But then I can make you new shoes for your little tootsies or something like that. Well, do and leprechauns was, make shoes? Is that another part of lore? I don't know. Isn't that an elf I thing? Like they, be... they, like they do the elves, the cobbler's work when he sleeps or something like that. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> is it an Irish thing that we Irish people like to make shoes? I, I don't, I don't know. know. I, but anyway. Also, I'll, I'll give it to the mom. She's fucking selling this. She's like oh, yeah. an inch tall. She's doing, the accent has gone super thick. The actress is great. She's, yeah. I, and also, I buy her as a leprechaun. And also the, the CGI, you know, it's obviously just green screen stuff, but it's not terrible. It could be worse. It's, it's like, it, it's how do I describe it? Like, it's not great, but it's not offensive to the point where it's like, oh, really? We're doing this? Like, obviously you're cut out and pasted onto this thing it's not that bad and they do they did make a lot of like we were saying they make a lot of props for her to interact with that are like giant size like they make like a ring of keys out of like a hula hoop and then she like holds onto it and then like walks around with it and then there's like a giant matchbook and stuff like that so it, it, they, they do a decent job of selling it um but they, they just sit him down and are like hey so your mom's a leprechaun and he's like what and then he she's like yeah she's the literal mythical creature and she's very tiny right now and so they explain this whole thing to him it was like hey it's probably you know just like an allergic reaction to something it's nothing to be concerned about and then they're like but also this means fyi you're half leprechaun which basically means you're a full leprechaun kind of but like some of the effects are going to be lessened on you and then he's like i thought this was like a part of the fact i lost my lucky coin and they're like you lost the lucky coin and he's like yeah and they're like oh that's not good and and they're like, why? And he's like, why? And it's like, well, that contains all of the luck of our family. It's because it's stolen. It's probably why I'm turning back into a leprechaun. We got to find it. You'll, you you don't have to worry about going this, getting this tiny because you have a couple days. And then he's like, well, I don't know who could have taken it. The old, There was this old guy I ran into at the fair. And then they're like, old guy? And then he's like, yeah, he came up and started talking about his shoes like a crazy person. He doesn't say that. But that's, like, that's, yeah. And then also the dad he takes this time to yell at him for going to the fairgrounds without asking. Yeah, I forgot about that. He's like, we went to the fairgrounds. <laughs> And he's like, you know you're not supposed to go there without our permission. I was like, what's going on at the fairgrounds? What happened at the fairgrounds? (laughs) It was weird. so weird. So then, like, he's like, yeah, start talking about the shoes. She's like, did they have a snake on the sole? And he's like, yeah. And then she's like, oh, that right bludger. I don't know what Irish insults. All right, so to avoid Luke doing a one-man show of the rest of the dialogue (laughs) of this scene, we learn that... I was enjoying it. It's his grandpa, her dad, they think, stole the coin, because that's, like, who has the snake on his shoes. It's her dad who, like, didn't approve of her marriage to a human man from Cleveland named Bob. Which weird and, turn for this movie to take. Like, that, like, uh, uh, leprechauns are, like, racist and against uh, interbreeding. Like, I was like, whoa, okay, we're going here. And so they think he's stealing the lucky coin back, which contains the O'Reilly clan's luck. And also, even weirder turn, it's revealed that he, the Emerald Isles potato chip factory in town is run by the grandfather. Yeah, he owns and we're the whole just company. finding this up. I, mean, I don't think we've actually brought up the Emerald that we just mentioned the like bags of potato chips yeah they, at this point there's been a lot of noting of emerald isles as a brand of potato chips that is sold and popular in this it's this almost film. it's almost like music video product placement like they just keep like showing flyers in the background and like you you see that this is the yes. potato chip brand of and, the, and so the yeah. grandpa owns the whole company and they're like all right we got to go see him we got to get our coin back and uh we are going to take a quick break here everybody and we will come back so we hate to do an irish goodbye but When Irish eyes are smiling 
sure it's like a morning spring In the lilt of Irish laughter You can hear the angels sing When Irish hearts are happy All the world seems bright and gay And when Irish eyes are smiling Sure they steal your Okay, so we're back. So they go to see the granddad, the the granda, as they say, the granda, at, the granda at his uh, potato chip factory, and, where he uh, is CEO, head of yeah, founder. King Potato. Yeah, he, he's founder. the owner. He's the he's the you, owner. I don't know. You later find out he invented the potato chip. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. a pill to swallow. He invented the potato chip. Oh, you no, didn't I that? didn't catch that. Yeah, part. He, say, he says that. All right, well, hang on. We'll get to it when we meet him in a second. But so they just go in and are like, hey, we need to see Mr. Riley, I'm the her, his uh, daughter's husband. This is grandson. We need to see him. And the, the security guards kick them out. They say fuck no, and also they <laughs> say it in an Irish accent because even the people working the security desk have an Irish Our, accent. Irish accent. We meet a tour guide. She has an Irish accent. She's like, oh, the tour guy, the tour people are here. Um, and it's like, so we can presume, unless these two people are outliers, everyone who works at this company is Irish. That's a really, Which really, we, we, really tough yes. hiring policy. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's insane. So unless they are all leprechauns, and this guy is the single biggest leprechaun employer in america because apparently there's a lot of leprechauns in america these days this I is just... a larger this is a larger question and i don't want you guys to call me stupid for asking it but i'm gonna ask it does this movie posit that every irish person is a leprechaun like what is no. the real irish person to leprechaun ratio i think we're lucky enough that in this movie everyone we meet who's irish is a leprechaun i think we've lucked out in that front but I don't. Oh, think locked out. That, locked out. <laughs> but I don't think that it's insinuating that every Irish person in America also has the ability to shrink to two feet and do a bunch of other crazy shit that we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, but so they they get kicked out, and then uh, Kyle sees a tour group coming in that Bonnie is on. She had mentioned that she was going on a field trip. It's the and young, the young achievers, achievers, the young achievers. So he sneaks in with them to go on the tour, and the, we get some exposition from the tour guide lady that potato chips were invented uh, by mistake when a fry cook sliced potatoes too thin, fried them up, and salted them, and it turned out. And they made potato chips. That's not how that happens, even in the real world. Um, Are you telling me this Disney Channel movie about leprechaun is giving me fake potato chip information? Yes. So the the person who is generally attributed as uh, inventing the potato chip is not a white Irishman. It's a uh, I think it said he was. Native American and black, I think. And the, the story goes that someone asked for thinner and thinner French fries until they accidentally made potato chips. And then it was like, wow, but even that's contended. It's more of like a folk story. But we don't need to go into that, even though I just kind of did. Um, Is there but, nothing we won't steal from the Native American people? They can't even have potato um, chips? Was it, I don't remember if, it's, if that's, that was correct, actually. Did you uh, bring up the origin of the potato chip and not have that locked down, Luke? I looked, I looked it up. I thought I remembered reading it. I'm just making sure. Yeah, according to Wikipedia, he was African-American and Native American. I was right. Okay, we're fine. Great. Glad I, we spent time on that. Um, okay, so uh, then it... Uh, he sneaks in. So he sneaks in. They, he sneaks in. They get caught. Uh, there's a huge chase scene, which is ridiculous and not what I expected to get in a movie this called is, This is only the f- first of two massive chase scenes yeah. that happen in this movie. This happens. They're like in a golf cart and the security guards are chasing him and jumping mm-hmm. on the golf cart. The chase scene is very Austin Powers. So I, know, had like Austin Powers <laughs> I had that when, same vibe. I had that same vibe. When they're running around and like Austin Powers is like trying to like turn the golf cart around in the narrow hallway and has to like do like a 27 point turn. 
turn. Very awesome hours. And the chase scene was all of like seven minutes longer than it it's needed way to. Too, it's way too long. Oh, it's um, both of the chase scenes in this movie are so long. And also, this movie contains one of my favorite Disney Channel tropes. I love movies where like grown adults try to just like beat the shit out of children. And this movie contains that in multitudes between these guards and then later on during like the conflict. There's one point where the guard is like jumping on these kids and you can just see the girl that's they didn't even bother cutting it and they because they clearly didn't cut anything from these seven full minutes of golf cart chase where the girl that plays Bonnie is just openly laughing. She's cracking up <laughs> because the guy is like a fallen on top of her in the golf cart and then I was like they just didn't edit a second of this and then he also like no. slides down the tunnel like he's at a, a discovery zone you, you you want you want them to end to cut some of this comedy gold Emma what are you oh crazy oh my god um, but yeah they fall down a chute or something into a barrel of like reject potatoes I don't know dog and uh M- Mr. O'Reilly's standing there the grandpa Grenda and uh and he's like oh but you're the intruders and so they he's like hey listen I need my coin back. And he's like, I didn't take your coin. I'm not going to be that guy. I'm not that guy. I mean, I don't like that your dad, uh, that you're like, your dad married my daughter, obviously. And so he's like, I didn't take your coin. He's like, well, it had to be you. I mean, I ran into you at that festival that by Seamus McTiernan. He's like, oh, Seamus McTiernan. Oh, it had to be he who stole your thing. And I was like, wait. So why were you at his thing if you hate Seamus yeah, McTiernan? Why? <laughs> what? Hey, Elsa, their question. Uh, okay, so he agrees to team up. No, with that's because Emerald Isle was a sponsor. That's why they was. That's why he was there. Emerald Is Isle that, was sponsoring what? this Irish festival. Yes. Wait, really? all the right. subliminal Emerald Isle shit going on the entire time to like make it up that this dude's like running an empire. I never Luke, got that. He's right. Because on the flyer, if I, I vividly remember this. On the flyer that they see for the Seamus thing, there's Emerald Isle sticker all over the flyer. So they're like the sponsor of the Seamus McTiernan Festival. Wow. Which, again, seems like a massive conflict of leprechaun interest for him to be sponsoring <laughs> his enemy's festival. But I, I go for it, I guess. By the way, also, but, I think we skipped over one thing which people didn't realize is that the grandpa's full name is Riley, Riley O'Reilly. <laughs> It's the best. What the fuck? It's the best. I love it. I love it so, so much. God, that's amazing. It's they great. cut to them teaming up and like also, I don't know. It's like they are now, get on board with this listeners. Now the granda, the mom, and like we're all going to go get Seamus O'Reilly because he's definitely the one who oh, yeah. stole the coin. There, but by the way, the, the granddad and asks, the dad. So, sorry, just he, cut you off. The granddad asks, and the dad. Like, Shut up. Oh, no, Stop <laughs> talking. I'm talking. Fine, you go first. He asks the granddad why he isn't shrinking like the mom. And he's like, it takes an old man a long time to change, which is code for Disney did not have the budget to do this CGI on two yes, people. So only is. one person is going yes, to shrink. 100%. Yes, absolutely. Uh, he does start to grow a beard in later scenes just to set that up, but that's basically all that we get out of him uh, but my point was so yeah they agree to team up and the dad the granddad and the mom immediately unpack and resolve all of the years of of hatred and amity between amity i forget whatever uh like that they have been living their lives under they literally moved away from the family changed their last name so the family couldn't find them and then within five seconds of seeing each other in presumably years they're like you know what this whole thing was stupid let's be a family i love this because i as i I thought that the most representative thing of in Irish culture was the fact that this father-daughter feud is like a beautiful metaphor for our great Irish tradition of holding decade-long grudges about small <laughs> problems that could be solved in a minute of open conversation. I, that's fair, I guess. You're not wrong. I mean, I just thought it was... I just wish they had they'd spread it out a little bit more, you know? Like, had like had they just made, like, a begrudging agreement 
first and then expanded on it later um so they agree to team up uh and oh by the way freaking bonnie is super on board with leprechauns being real in like five seconds she's just doesn't like even, doesn't even nope. question it for a second i guess like, they do have a physical leprechaun to show her right but i'm saying but not even that like they're talking about it in front of her before she sees the mom just being like well you're a leprechaun and i'm a leprechaun but leprechaun 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 and then she's just like huh huh okay yeah this seems right yeah um, i'm on board with this but she has no reason to care about any of this but then yeah that she's a leprechaun but then so they go to fight find seamus and uh she's well, like hold oh, on. Yeah, one quick thing first before they go to find seamus that's where we first learn about the fact that the mom tricked the dad by telling him that oh, yes. she was Robert Smith from the shores of Erie, meaning yes. Lake Erie in Ohio, in Cleveland, <laughs> yeah. and not Erie, which is yeah. Ireland. So that's really good I, trick there. I actually didn't know that. I didn't know that Irie is, or whatever, however you say it, is like Irish, the Irish word for Ireland. I, I Well, no, Irie is Jamaican. Irie. What? <laughs> Guys, the accent work on this podcast is going left, right, and center. Every, like, everything's going to be Irie. Everything's going to be Irie. Excuse me. It's but, Irie. Is it the Irish? Irie. Irie. Yes, would be Irie. Irish. Yeah. Irie, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. but the point and is that... And you're a terrible Irish person. From America. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Emma, Emma, I'm just a wholesome American boy. I don't know much about oh my heritage. Oh, my God. And, and then, oh yeah. Also, another thing we learned how important the Young Achievers is... The young achievers that go on tours of chip factories because <laughs> Body wants to go with them on this car chase, and Kyle's like, "But what about the young achievers? What about Why this are stupid the club ach- that you have after school that like you're literally going to visit a chip factory in seventh grade? Why yeah. are the young achievers at a potato chip factory? Well, I think it's a big. What does that have to do with town? being a young achiever? Also, one I that would never it. hire them because they're not leprechaun. True. <laughs> I mean, I, no, I think it's just... They don't even I, stand a chance. I think it's just a big industry in this town. I mean, every, Emerald Isle's propaganda is everywhere. I think it's like the biggest industry this <laughs> town going for. There's also a great line earlier where he says, I knew we should have moved when they put in that new potato chip factory, which just, also, I, what I kind just of love. whack-ass name for a club is the Young Achievers? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just something they made up. Oh, oh my gosh, I almost forgot. No, that's like my from... Fr- I'm sorry. My favorite joke in the whole movie is in this scene before they go to fight Seamus. He comes, the dad, uh, the granddad comes out to talk to the dad. I'm coming with you. We're going to fight him. And the dad says, oh, really? And the grandpa goes, no, it's O'Reilly. Riley O'Reilly. And I was like, and I was like, it got me, man. It was good. I'm sorry. Um, but so, uh, yeah, then, yeah, this is where we get to see about the fair derrick and whatnot. So they go drive to also, m- meet, go, cut yep. to, no, the parents' car breaks down. So they have oh, yeah. to use Riley O'Reilly's car, which is a <laughs> yes. lime green <laughs> Cadillac convertible, yeah. which is it's insane. It's one hot ride, baby. And so, yeah, they all get in the car. They all go to fight James. And just ha- they just happen to run into Russell in the road. Like, he's just walking. He's like, oh, hey, you, How you, convenient. you guys are. <laughs> and he's like, there you guys are. What's going on? Like, who's this old guy? Why are you in this crazy car? And they're just like, hey, listen, we don't have time for this. And Russell just, like, climbs in the car. Like, he doesn't ask permission of anything. And then the granddaw's like, hey, we don't have time for this nonsense. We already got one of his stupid friends back here. Like, our luck is on the line. And uh, they're like, whatever, just drive. And then Russell sees <laughs> Leprechaun Mom and is like, what? And then so he's in on this now. Um, so they go they go up to Seamus's trailer that where like he, he lives in his RV. Motor his RV, his RV, yes, at the fairgrounds. The dad take the dad sneaks up and peeks in and he sees um, a big chest of gold 
in the uh, in this vault in this like a ch- yeah vault vault sorry word uh, like little no safe that was the word safe in this little yeah, little safe from pot um, of gold safe company <laughs> yeah I loved that again the prop people had a lot of fun with this but so he sees it in there but then Timothy Robinson pops his head up from somewhere and scares him and then takes off in the RV so they, we get another very prolonged another insanely long chase scene. Yeah, prolonged chase scene. With the most scene. bizarre music. Yeah. <laughs> it seemed like some cartoon. Like, do, 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 do. it was, like, ridiculous. I was it's like, where, wild. who found this soundtrack? And, like, there's nothing to know about this chase scene except they chase down Seamus, and Seamus gets rid of them by throwing corned beef and cabbage out of his RV onto their convertible. <laughs> the cla- classic Irish maneuver. That's that's how the Irish mob would evade the police. Um, but so yeah, he does that. Also, they, they, at they, one they, point they said before the dad goes to look, they say like, "Oh yeah, this yeah, is yeah. where he says he's a fair dare. Like if anything happens, like challenge him to a bet. Can't turn a bet down." And here's another thing that I thought about: grudge holding, feuds, gambling. All we need now is alcoholism, and we will have the Irish, oh, the well, four gonna, leaves of the Irish loafer. We're going to get to alcoholism, don't you worry. Because <laughs> that so, does happen. Yes. But so, uh, yeah, he makes them, like, spin out, and they don't have a spare tire because he's always been so lucky. He never thought he'd need a spare. Ha ha ha. Oh, yeah, also, I don't know if he gave, gave the whole thing about the luck. So the coin is not just, doesn't just make him lucky. It's what keep lets all the leprechauns appear human, and it gives all of them their luck. But the its tradition says the youngest member of the... Uh, Clan, clan is supposed has to hold have the coin because they need all the luck or whatever. It says no because the phrase is actually because the young young people have all the luck. Ha ha right. ha, Joe, get it? Sure. Ha, ha. Why not? And so they are all just like sitting around the car moping. And the mom is sitting on the car on a matchbox for size, which was a yeah. nice touch to kind of give scale there. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if you caught that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They're they always that. scaling her with random inanimate objects. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then I think like Bonnie says like, hey, you know. It could be worse, and then so it then, starts pouring rain. That was the lamest slide in the whole movie, I think. Oh, yeah, because that's just like think of a more typical thing. Oh, how could it possibly be worse? Rain, yeah, rain. Totally it's, a cli- rain. it's a cliche at this point. <laughs> And so, uh, and then, like, they're all, they can't get the top up in the car of the convertible, so they're all just, like, sitting with an umbrella over them. And then she's like, hey, and then he's like, she's like, hey, it could be, and he's like, I swear to God, if you say worse, then, like, I'll get, it might happen. And she's like, no, I just mean, like, it, it's not, like, they're all, like, giving up finding him. I mean, they're like, oh, it's not in the spirit of the Irish people. When they came here, Wait, like, they were. this is yes. the most fire part of the movie. It's Do not so, let me no. not say this. I will, hang let me, let me, let me set it up, and you can take it. So she's like, when the Irish people came here, they faced a ton of discrimination they worked hard they got paid less and now look how far they've come and russell says without just he doesn't even miss a beat looks up and he goes hey at least they got paid slavery burn yes russell is like shut up this happened 200 years ago and my people were slaves Oh yeah, take that way, heritage and put it in your pipe and smoke it. Like we didn't, what? We didn't mention it. Russell is black. We we, we didn't mention oh, it. Oh, Russell is black. <laughs> we forgot this is an audio medium. If you haven't watched the movie, you wouldn't realize that Russell's black. So it's the sickest bird of all time. And um, he sends these white people hacking with their Irish nonsense. I mm-hmm. absolutely died at that line. But the, so the Bonnie's point that she's trying to make is that like, hey, we shouldn't give up. We should just like keep trying. Also, and none of them even touch that. No one responds to him no. saying, "Hey, by no, the, the way, the, my no. ancestors were slaves." They. Just just let that hang there. The dad gives him like a little like, yeah, no, he's got a point. Like he's like, I'm not touching that. Like kids can't can't call, can't just say anything after that line. But but anyway, so but Bonnie's whole point is that like. Uh, yeah, we need to just, like, keep trying and stuff, like, and overcome the bad luck that we're experiencing. And I was like, I get what you're going for here, Bonnie, but, like, 
they have magically bad luck against them. Like they literally, it's not yes. like, I, I don't think you you fully understand the situation. But so, uh, so it stops raining and then they're like, oh, wow. Russell uh, notices a rainbow. And uh, so they see the rainbow. And, and they say like, we're going to run to the end of it. And Russell yeah. goes, there are no ends to rainbows. He yeah. loves to just lay this down is, hard yeah, and, and the grandpa says, what are you supposed to be a scientist? And he's like, I don't know. I'd like to be one someday. And I was like, I am so interested in the character of Russell. I really There's like this movie. There's a Russell I, B plot that got left on the cutting room floor, I feel like. Because we don't learn like, about his scientist no, aspirations I'm just like, I did, like, I wish we had not spent this much time on Bonnie. Russell's a far more interesting character. And he also Russell's dad like, hates him. There's like a Russell dad thing where like his dad's always disappointed in him and they're always cutting to the dad in the audience but like they never actually go into it well enough it's um it's poorly done and i wish we got more russell but so they they follow the the rainbow because the grand the grand don knows what's up because you know leprechaun and they find timothy elmison and his flunkies which okay here's also the thing so the, they, so they're sitting in a restaurant eating visibly drinking guinness like Getting visibly wasted yeah visibly drinking which i was kind of thrown by because again disney channel movie but like they're all singing irish songs and stuff including timothy elmison but none of his flunkies have been shown to have irish accents are they leprechauns i don't think they are because ultimately at the end when he gets sent we won't get there but i I, my theory is that that they are not they're just his like goons yeah but so like so was he just like hey guess what everybody i'm a leprechaun uh i have magic powers like created a leprechaun gang like that's like a non-leprechaun gang to serve his leprechaunness that's what i'm I'm saying i wish that i I wish they would have expanded on that a little more literally if you had taken the actors with the irish accents in the factory and switched them with the ones who are supposed to be in this gang it would have made a million times more sense so so they run into this restaurant they're drinking singing irish songs and all that jazz uh they sneak into his rv to the grandpa, the, and the grandpa knows that's where the gold is uh great yeah the grandpa and uh kyle russell's keeping lookout doing a terrible job of it as we'll learn later and they sneak in there's the safe and it's locked and kyle's like oh i guess we're boned and then the grandpa just does some like jedi like move his hand and then the lock of the thing spins uh, the dial and the to enter the combination and he's like whoa grandpa how'd you do that and he just goes leprechaun stuff like i was like leprechauns come on can crack saves with their eyes in what universe is that a thing that leprechauns can do and and here is the moment everybody where leprechauns are revealed to basically be wizards and i don't mean that in the context of the movie like they're like oh yeah we know spells and all that stuff i just mean from this point on the movie treats them as wizards they like, can we were... do insane magic at, yeah. at, at any point all like we were talking the about the coin is a horcrux and speaks to kyle in the way that horcruxes speak to <laughs> Harry Potter. He can tell exactly which one is, is his coin, and he picks it up, and he's like, it's like it's speaking to me. And I was like, what? That's never happened before. And uh, they open the thing up, it's just full of coins, and he's like, oh, sweet, here's my coin. And then there's this Sitting weird right turn. on top. Nice yeah, just sitting right on top. Yeah, Perfect. thankfully. Convenient. So he, yeah, he, ta- he gets the coin back, and he's like, awesome, and he immediately, like, grows back to normal size his ears shrink or whatever and but then there's just this thing of gold and the grandpa's like oh why don't we take it and kyle's like whoa whoa, whoa, we're not here to steal from this guy and the grandpa's like you realize this is all probably stolen from other leprechauns right and then he's like yeah but we're americans americans don't steal (laughs) and i was like again what back at it also why is the grandpa like a wily thief all of a sudden is that that's what i'm saying leprechaun culture well no that's the thing right is leprechauns love gold 
So, like, you could have just introduced that maybe a little bit earlier, that, like, maybe his mom or something started, like, wearing a bunch of gold jewelry or something like that, and I would have bought, like, a grandpa can't resist all that gold or something like that, but it's just introduced out of nowhere. Uh, but also, if we are to believe that all of those coins are not just gold coins, there are also other leprechauns' magic coins that he has stolen, then you should absolutely, because the grandpa brings that up, that they're probably all stolen, you should absolutely take those and return those to the various clans that that are out of luck now, apparently, because that is his plan, Whatever. is to steal the luck of however many that leprechauns are now SOL. Yeah. <laughs> that are now literally just dropping shit constantly and can't dunk at all. <laughs> but also the other thing here is that like they have a turn of like a change of heart when he says we and like counts himself amongst leprechaun culture, to which the grandfather refers to them as the little people. Yeah, which is they do definitely that really. not something that would have flown in 2019 is calling leprechauns little people because that is the term for little people, which yes. I don't think they would appreciate being compared to leprechauns. No, definitely that not. That is an insane turn of yep. phrase that they went yep, with. Yep, yep, yep. But also, the thing is, is that he says we should give this to the police, and the grandpa says my fa- possibly my favorite line in the whole movie, which is, "Oh, you think calling in the peelers will solve anything?" And I was like, <laughs> "That's a phrase. That's a phrase that people know in Ireland. <laughs> calling the peelers. What? I- I- anyway, oh, but so suddenly a tornado shoots out of the. Th- also, Timothy opposite in the restaurant gets like a Jedi mind feeling about something wrong with his gold. Yeah, like is Timothy Edmondson a fucking wizard? Like, why does he appear in a cloud of smoke and like grab the grandpa by the beard? Like, what? Well, his spidey yeah. senses were tingling. Yeah, exactly. Despite him chugging Guinness, he was just in there, and like you could see his eyes at the bar just like opened up, and he was like, "There's someone stealing me gold." Like, yeah. gold. <laughs> they're after me, lucky charms. They're after charms. me, lucky charms. They're after me, lucky charms. <laughs> 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 and so he goes back and grabs him by the yeah, he grabs oh him by the God. beard he grabs him by the beard and then pulls him into the tornado and then he appears outside the rv holding the grandpa by the beard and russell's getting escorted away by the goons being like i'm sorry kyle i was terrible at being a lookout apparently and uh so he's like oh i got your granddad by the by the beard there's no way he's getting out of that which i think that is a leprechaun thing that if you can like grab the leprechaun or whatever they they can't by get the beard out they're helpless sorry i don't know if it's specifically by the beard but if you grab them something like no, that no it's by the beard whatever uh, but so like he, I said, I learned I'd be incredibly poorly versed in <laughs> leprechaun subculture. <laughs> so are, we all are. But so he he grabs him by the beard and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna hold on to your give me your give me your coin and I'll give you back your granda and we can all go about our lives." And he's like, uh, "No, how about this? I'm gonna challenge you to a wager." He's like, "Oh, a wager? Uh, what is what's your game? What are you gonna do?" And he's like, "Sports. If I can beat you at sports, you have to give me my coin back and let my granda go." And he's like, "Okay, we can play sports." And might and so let that, your granda go. No, he doesn't say that. He says later in the movie, he says that. That is not... Oh, yeah. Excuse me. You are right. If Kyle wins, he gets the coin and the granddad release. If Kyle loses, he gets to keep the coin and they can't keep coming after him. No mention is what made of what happens to the granddad yes, if he is. loses. He says no, that I, I t- might let your granddad... No. Said, he said, give me the coin and I might let your granddad go. No, I'm saying... That's, that's not what, what I'm he saying. says, Luke. But he's not saying you that in regards wrong. to the deal. I went back and watched the goddamn scene. While, like, here's what happens. <laughs> Whatever. He, he says... Also, he means, Kyle's a fucking idiot for just saying sports instead of yeah. basketball. Why would he just... Who just says sports? No, but what he says is, give me the coin, I might give your granddad back. And he's like, but the rules of the agreement, if you beat, if I beat you at thing, you have to let my granddad go. I get You get the coin. I mean, I get the coin. But if I lose, you get the coin. That's it. No mention is made of the granddad. But basically, that's what happened. So then who they hire... Who cares? God, you're so talking then, a mile a minute about something I know. nobody 
cares about? Because I, because I, I'm angry now. Anyway, so then they high five, and apparently that's how magic is done in Leprechaun World. Because it's gonna happen multiple times. So they give them a high five. They slap them some skin, and they're transported to some like rolling green filled with a field in with a Ireland. Bunch of, they're like in, in Ireland. Ireland. <laughs> yeah, like in Ireland with a bunch of sporting equipment, and they start playing. First, they do hurling. And then they do, like, the wagon wheel toss and, like... To describe this to you all, um, I'm going to use a point of reference that literally everyone knows. Um, the One of the most amazing and culturally relevant films of all time, Maid of Honor, starring Patrick Dempsey, where he has to compete yes. in those games against the fiancé of Michelle Moynihan. Even though that was Scotland, it's very much the same thing. Like, with hurling heavy things, playing with the sticks, the logs, the wheels. Yes, and it's all, like, tournament style where, like, you have to win, like, each category. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of going back and forth with Ryan Merriman winning one, the bad guy winning another one. Yeah, and and there's no really point going over all the sports, but the only thing is that this is where we basically get all the exposition from uh, the evil leprechaun, Seamus, about what his plan is. Like, his, he wants to steal the luck coins from as many people as can, so he can ha- be in control of all the leprechaun clans and be the king of the leprechauns. That is his plan. But also, like, so what, what was his plan with the whole festival thing like was his plan just to throw irish festivals across america hoping to draw in young dumb leprechauns that he could (laughs) steal like like how did he know that kyle had the coin i don't know but so uh they do all the sports and then the last event they wrestle and this adult man is trying to beat the shit out of a small child yeah it's also like four on two because there's like team events where he can he has Russell on his side, um, but then it's like all him and all the funky, so it's really unfair. Um, but so the final event is dancing, and Kyle needs to win it to tie, and you know he's the saint of the step, so he does his whole step routine, and then Kyle comes into the ring and just starts break dancing, which is not a thing I thought he could do, which bl- threw me for a loop. Like and- full on white chicks spinning on his head out of nowhere, and he's never break danced before in this movie. No. And then he immediately wins in five seconds. Like, Seamus does this whole routine. It takes, like, a minute. And then Kyle gets down on the ground and, like, spins around a little bit. And the flag immediately falls to show that he won. Like, it's that so that they're tied. It's wild. But so, they, yeah, so they tie in all the events. And uh, Seamus is like, all right, give me the coin. And they're like, what are you talking about? We tied. And he's like, yeah, you agreed that you would only, I, you'd only get the coin in your grand dot if you beat me. Tying isn't beating me. You win. Which I got to admit, that's good writing. That was good. A clever way to you know, turn the tables on him. I, I liked that. But so he's obviously, you know, desperate. And also because Seamus says he's going to make his granda his slave forever. And I was like, whoa, okay, that's a thing that can happen apparently. But that's pretty <laughs> intense. And uh, <laughs> Some intense leprechaun magic, but all yeah, right. Yeah, again, the laws of leprechaun life are confusing and vast. Um, and so he's like, wait, 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 okay, basketball. You, you can have the coin, which means I won't have my luck. Um, but if I can beat you at basketball without my luck, you give me the coin, you give me my granda, oh, and you'll be confined to the, <laughs> the, the, the land, to my father's homeland, the shores of Erie, or Erie. Erie! He says it like that, to the shores of Erie, and he's like, oh, f- and if I lose, I'll be your, sl- I'll be your slave forever. And he's like, all right, fine, deal, whatever. And they high five again. I- I wrote down, it's a Cleveland trap, Boyo. It's a Cleveland <laughs> trap. <laughs> I knew Boyo. It's the, cla- it's, a, it's the classic Cleveland, Cleveland crossover. It's um, a classic Cleveland crossover. And and so he uh, sla- high-fives him again, because that's how deals are made in Leprechaun Society, I guess. And suddenly we're at the championship basketball game that's going on tonight. And he's the like... The junior whoa. high basketball game. And, and he's like, whoa, how did we get here or whatever? And they rush up to the team. And the coach is like where have you guys been and russell's like oh we were in ireland and kyle's like dude no one's gonna buy that we made it to ireland and back shut up and so it's the last like minutes of this game and there's no way the coach should let them play especially considering how 
much dick Kyle sucked in the last one. But he's like, you guys get and in there. They never Kyle play take a Russell anyways because he's always sucked. Yeah, yeah Russell's never played ever, and now he's starting in the last five minutes. Right. Also, the coach has massive pit stains again, and also the grandpa, and he was in the gym, he has massive pit stains as well because Disney clearly didn't fucking air condition this gym. Everyone is sweating their balls off in the middle of this junior high basketball game. Yeah, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, so during the Irish sports, the grandpa was like chained to a rock, literally like iron chains holding him to a rock, and then and this one, he's he's sitting on top of the basketball, like not not the hoop. What's the word for the whole the metal part? Backboard, <laughs> the backboard, and like just up there, like they also chick, just like chick, talk to him in the middle chains. of the game. They'll yeah. start talking and like looking up at the backboard and talking to the shaking yeah. up a leprechaun grandpa on the backboard, which, which they do is they quickly establish. Well, so he goes up to take the tip off, and who's standing there to receive the tip? The other on the from the opposing team, but Seamus McTiernan, and he's like, "What? What are you doing here?" And he's like, "I thought we were playing basketball, boyo." And uh, he looks at the ref and is like, "Isn't he a little old to be playing junior high basketball?" And we see from the ref's perspective that he looks like a teenager or whatever. And so the guy's like, "Whatever, kid." So it establishes, thankfully, I thought they just weren't going to address it that everyone. <laughs> in attendance does not see the magical components to this game like they don't see the, the leprechaun on the backboard they don't see the, the adult men playing children in basketball but then what the, is the magic behind this like is, is he possessing the body of these teenage I, boys I, I don't know I was assuming it's like a glamour thing like he's just making everybody look like they're teenage boys I don't know I, I'm not I didn't think about it that hard it's, it's magic they don't have to explain it especially considering it's leprechaun magic which is apparently even a thing so they so they start playing Timothy Albinson makes does like a dirty trick to make and lose focus and we get a great shot of Timothy Ubbison just dunking the ball which I want a gif of that so bad of just Timothy Ubbison just stuffing it straight into yeah, the net these full adult men are dunking on these 7th graders yeah, um, it's wonderful. for obvious reasons it's great they like get a couple points and but it's, it's not going well Drake's doing the best he can that <laughs> feathered, feathered haired bastard um, but then, uh, on top of the backboard, the granddad throws Russell a, cor- a quarter. And is a like, dirty oh. quarter. He's <laughs> like, hey, here, take this, uh, magic lucky coin that you need. And then he's like, what? Oh, okay, I'll give it to Kyle. He's like, no, 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 it'll only work for you. You have to do it. And he's like, awesome, thanks. And then Russell starts doing amazing. <laughs> and so it's like, it's like he was giving him confidence, because apparently that's what Russell needed the whole time. Now I had to think about it, I think you're right. I think they definitely cut, cut a Russell storyline about how he needed to believe in himself, or some bullcrap like that. Also, is Russell an idiot? Has, has he never seen a quarter before? Because that's what he gives him. So, so, like, they keep playing, and they start doing better now that Russell has his fake magic coin or whatever. <laughs> and then Kyle goes and he talks to the grandpa, and it's like, oh, you gave... Or, 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 or Russell says, yeah, your grandpa gave me a coin, whatever, too. <laughs> and, and and Kyle's like, oh, this asshole. And it's clearly, A, partially just selfish that he's not the only one with a lucky coin. And he goes, he talks to Grandpa, he's like, you can't just give him a coin. That's lying to him. It's like, no, no, boyo. The luck is inside of him. He just needed confidence. And it's like, and Kyle just has this revelation. Like, he has these revelations all film where he hears things. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, the luck is inside of him. (laughs) And, like, that just, like, somehow makes it all okay. Yeah, because he realizes that... (laughs) It also somehow makes him amazing at basketball. He now is just absolutely killing it. And all he needed, like, all he needed to say was the luck is inside of me. That is the, that's what unlocks his fucking amazing skills. Which I would have bought. need the coin the whole time. (laughs) Right, that's what I'm saying. I would have bought where they're not, like, actual magic involved that made him lucky like you've we've been shown through this whole movie that not having the coins means you have bad luck and you have good luck with the coin like what are you talking about and he's really sucked without the coin we haven't seen him even like being able to like practice and get better without the coin like he's just sucked 
Right. And and then the parents show up and the mom's normal size and again and not dressed like a leprechaun anymore. But also I was like, wait, how did they know to come here? They got teleported. Where did they go? Magic. They went to go get the call someone at a gas station and Bonnie and the parents have been gone for the past like twenty five yeah. minutes of this movie. So, so they show up and they're like, Oh look, they're so close to winning and but like the mom notices that the Granda is on the backboard and all the magic stuff. And then like so and here's the thing, right? Is so after the whole all the time we've spent on Bonnie's lesson of like, hey, you need to, you know, try and practice to get good at stuff whatever the whole like the luck is inside of you doesn't make any sense because i thought the lesson was like hey you need to rely on your own skills or something like that and work hard in america yeah but now it's like oh no no it's all about the luck but the luck is inside of you or something like that that's just confidence so Russell has been practicing this whole time but he didn't have the confidence which was the equivalent of luck that's why he just needed that push i still buy it Gosh, all right, fair enough. Also, but, but, he says, like, the luck's inside of me, the luck of the Irish. Like, it's because he's Irish, he's lucky for his heritage. I think that's, they're also trying to drive that home. I don't know. Maybe. I but, thought that was cute. But so they, uh, they start, they finally start to win, they pull ahead briefly. And then Timothy Robinson goes full evil leprechaun face, where his hair turns red and his eyes start to glow. And he's just like, Give me a ball. it's, I hated it. It freaked me out. I'm not gonna it's lie. It's a really was, freaky effect. I, I was I, like, oh. I told Austin yesterday, this movie is gonna give me nightmares and those effects are part of the reason why that it I kept me up yes. at night. He was creepy at the end. It's creepy. It's 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 very bad. And so like he starts to play in like monster form and like do a little bit better and essentially like I know we're doing a terrible job of describing this, but they're playing basketball. I don't know like how there's no way. They're just right. traveling all over the place, but whatever. But so, they, so they they pull ahead, he gets like a last minute shot in or whatever and they win and it's like woo yay. And then he and Russell high five and again magic happens from the high five. I don't know why they thought that's what does it, but they high five and then everyone's gone. No, I mean the the, the craziest thing is the fact that this high school ba- this not high, junior high school basketball game was the final score was seventy six to seventy four, which by the way is the <laughs> highest scoring junior high school basketball game of all time. Like just curious. Like, when I played middle school basketball in seventh grade, like the like if one team scored like even close to fifty points, that would be crazy. Like someone went off and decided to be like LeBron for the day. No seventh grader is good enough at basketball to make seventy six points across a team. College scores are lower than that. That's fair, yeah. <laughs> well, they were in in the movie's defense, they were playing fully grown leprechauns. Yeah, that's a good point. So. <laughs> yeah, they had to up their game. Um, um, but so, okay, but so they high five and everyone in the auditorium disappears except for the magical ones. And he's like, all right, give me the coin, Seamus. And he's like, all right, yeah, whatever. I have to stick to my word, leprechaun magic, I guess. And then he's like, but don't forget <laughs> the other part of our bet. And he's like, oh yeah, you're sending me back to Ireland. But don't worry, I can still become the king of the leprechauns from there. It'll be fine. And he's like, ah, because he said, you're sending me back to the land of your fathers. And he said, yeah, eerie. And he says, learn to say it, boyo. It's airy. The Ireland. It's the beautiful word. And then he just goes, my dad's from Cleveland. And then like another hor- another horrifying effect plays. This effect was this- haunting. <laughs> yeah. Haunting. He- his body parts like shrink and compress and he becomes like uh, the size of the mom earlier and then gets like magically teleported and we see him fall into the lake. So he's literally has to live the rest of his life floating in Lake Erie. Because Cleveland is a punishment and don't forget yeah. it. <laughs> um, but speaking of Cleveland, okay. So uh, I know a lot has happened since we originally introduced Heritage Day, but it's time for Heritage Day. And uh, Kyle's up on stage. He's step dancing and wearing a Cleveland Browns t-shirt, which I made me laugh very hard. 
He's also tap dancing. He's not Irish yeah. dancing there. He's just tapping. Ryan Barron's just doing a shuffle ball change. That's about it. In, a, in khakis, in a Cleveland Browns t-shirt, and still that puka shell necklace. Right. And, and here's the thing. You honestly didn't have to do Heritage Day. I feel like Heritage Day existed only as a reason for to get Kyle questioning his heritage. Had the movie ended on the basketball game, I would have been fine. He also has massive pit stains in that gray t-shirt. Again, it must have been 100 degrees in that auditorium. Well, thank He's you, Emma, for the pit stain update. Through. Thank you, that's so important to the, our enjoyment of this film. But so they do the, he does the dance, and then the, like I was like, okay, I, we, I feel like we didn't need to do this, but fine. But then Bonnie comes up on stage, and he's like, well, you know, here's the thing. I My people may be Irish, but if there's one thing that's true of all of us, we're all Americans. And he just oh starts singing, God. he just starts singing, this land is your land, this land is my land. And like, the parents stand up, and Bonnie joins in, Everyone's and singing. The whole gym is singing, yeah, who this thought land. Who had the right to start singing? Yeah. <laughs> it's a talent show. It's like, that's, just because these things don't, like, it doesn't mean that, like, when someone's doing something, you know, the words so you just jump in it's not like a, it's not like a taylor swift concert it's, it's a talent show like you keep singing you're supposed to let them sing but the jazz like oh i'm in it was weird <laughs> that is true it is a definitely performance and everyone's saying i will admit i'm sorry this is embarrassing i did start crying <laughs> <laughs> why i don't know it was it, the propaganda worked on me it was so emotional i was like it is our land this land oh, was made for you and me america is beautiful i don't know it's a work on dream immigrants i guess but it had nothing to do with anything <laughs> So that's why had no effect on me. I don't know. But anyway, that's the luck of the Irish, everybody. Personally, uh, I think this is a really fun movie. I, it's kind of dumb in a lot of places, but it kind of knows that it's kind of dumb. I don't know how to describe it. Like, it's, it, it kind of gives, like, a winking nod of being like, yeah, just go with us on this. Like, we know we're going to go some weird places, but just come along. And I, I think Timothy Odmason is really makes the movie uh, my, enjoyable. My takeaway from this movie is that um, I would love to know what drugs the Disney exec that came up with this was on because it is, I love it. It's a wild concept and is yeah. truly crazy. I, we don't have enough original ideas like this anymore. And I would love to know what drug led to the uh, creation Here, of here's this. What I, here's what I will say. It is the best St. Patrick's Day movie ever made because there are like <laughs> none the of them. Only one. Pretty much. Yeah. That it is. Yeah, you, you really got to buy into a lot of things. But you know what? I was more than willing to it, and I come out of it a prouder American. <laughs> <laughs> and an proud that your family's from Cleveland. I hope that it instilled yeah. that in you, yeah. Austin. No, exactly. That's why. I, I mean, I don't think that Seamus has it so bad. Like, it's... <laughs> <laughs> on the shores of Browns Erie. Fan. They just got Odell Beckham on the Browns. Like, there's oh. a lot of things up and up happening in Cleveland right now. It's a city on the grow. Different story. Completely different story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Uh, Emma, we don't really have a tagline this month, but what would you rate this movie? I would rate this an eight. Ooh, I liked okay. it. I know okay. that's high, but I liked it's it high. and I think it's original and I'm Irish and I, I liked it. And I okay. cried at the end. Okay. That's fair. I, I was, I'm giving it a 6.5. Um, just because I, I don't have as much nostalgia for it as I feel like a lot of people do. And I also have massive nostalgia yeah. for this movie. Um, but also, and I just, and there were some like weird decisions. Like I said, I think Bonnie got way too much focus for basically no payoff and like the villain's plan is kind of pointless, but I, I, I it's just, Oh, and the fact fun... that everyone at the potato chip company was Irish. That was the yeah. weird choice. It, 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 it goes weird. <laughs> it goes weird places, but it's still a fun to watch. And I think... 
Uh, it's definitely something you should watch every St. Patrick's Day, no matter what. Um, Austin, Austin, would you like to give a, a guest rating out of 10? What you would give it? Yeah, I'll give a guest rating. I mean, obviously, I don't have as much context or as, you know, comp <laughs> as you guys, but I would give this, I think an 8, like somewhere around, you know, high 7, low 8 is the right number on this. Okay. I think they really, you know, there was, there was definitely a lot of things where they were like, wow, there's never going to be someone watching this in 18 years from now and being as <laughs> scrutinous as they are to, to point it's out the all fatal flaw of every filmmaker. <laughs> The fatal flaw of every but, filmmaker is to forget podcasts exist. But then, there, you know, there's a ton of nostalgia for this film for, you know, spiky hair and sports in America. So, I, you know, I, I really enjoyed it. It was great. All around good stuff. Okay. Good, yeah. Good, good, good to hear. Uh, yeah. I think that's going to do it for us this month. Emma, what are we watching next month? Am I picking the movie next month? Yes. What? You pick, I picked January, <laughs> February. You picked March, April. Oh, um... Did you forget uh, entirely? Yeah, but I'll pick one right now. Oh, actually, no, I know what we're doing. We're doing two like really iconic ones back to back, but we have to do this because of the timeliness um, with the reuniting and the number one Billboard song oh, at the moment, Sucker. Emma. Next Emma, month. Can we, can we just drop this, though? I feel like we should yeah, save we it. Can, it. No, it's the, the, they're back together. Demi's on the up and up. It's We're doing timely. Camp Rock. I love Camp Rock, and it is, I'm so excited. The Jonas Brothers, are, the Joe Bros are back, baby. And we're doing Camp Rock. Okay. I, I thought we were going to save that one for an anniversary episode or something, but we... I don't know how do long it. this Joe Bros Renaissance is going to last, Luke. All I don't right, know how right. many more tricks okay. they have left. They're sleeves. All right. I am excited. I do like Camp Rock. I'm just a little concerned that we're blowing the wad. But all right. Well, if you, you're, it's your call. I can't do anything Never about say it. blowing the wad again. All right. Okay. But uh, Emma, where can people find you on the internet? They can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Emma Stone Tyler. Great. And you can find me online at wildfire underscore king uh, on Twitter. And you can find my Patreon at patreon.com slash Lucas Tyler. For those of you supporting me there, thank you so much. It really helps. And uh, I think I got some really neat stuff for you to check out if you're you're in a situation where you can help me out. I'd appreciate it. Um, But also you can find us at D-Comedy Podcast on Twitter, um, where you should give us a follow and become a a known D-Comrade. Also, we just reached 500 Twitter followers. What? What? Which means uh, we are going to, we're going to start planning for our next bonus episode so i think by so i think i'll put it up before the episode the next episode like so when you hear this it won't be up but when i when we release the camp rock episode it should be on our twitter so go there and vote and we'll pick one of those to do as a bonus episode uh yes so thanks so much for following us there, getting us to that number, and we're happy to do another bonus episode for you guys in celebration. Also, you should check out uh, AudioEntropy.com. Check them out. Give them a click. Always great. Great people. Uh, but I think that's going to be Rate and review us, us on iTunes. Oh, Rate and I review almost, us on iTunes. Almost forgot or to do I that. Or I will send a fair Derek after you. Oh, snap. So please rate and review us. That's yes, all I have to say. Thank you so much, Emma. You're you're always very good about doing that. I usually forget, but Emma just needs compliments so bad. She needs to mention yeah. it every time. Always at the top of my list. Austin, um, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for joining thank us, you Austin. Guys for having you me. All the time. Austin, is there anything you'd like to plug, or do you have anything on the internet that you would uh, <laughs> like? Ghost, to... man. You're a ghost. He's a ghost. Okay. All right, Emma, I'm actually a people? leprechaun. Sad. Oh, well, it's the ultimate twist. Better damn well be sure that the road rises up to meet me. Yeah, may the road, Austin, may the road ride us up to meet you. Well, may the road rise up to meet you all. Thank you for having me on, guys. This was no thank you. Thank you for being on. I hope you had a great time, and I hope you'll be back sometime soon. But that's gonna do it for us this month, guy. Come back for Camp Rock. 
and we will see Rock you on, baby. then. But for now, decoms forever. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Boyle. America <laughs> is a nation of immigrants, Kyle. Everybody's ancestors came from another country. Yeah, I'm part Cherokee. So where's your family from? Is Johnson an English name, or did they change it from Johansson or something? Uh, we're from Cleveland. Ha-ha, very funny. Now, come on, you know what I mean. Look, uh, I've got a test. Okay, see you guys later. Ugh, jocks.